0: Well, the old calendar on the wall tells me that a week has passed. And if a week has passed, then that means that we're all a little bit closer to death. Yes. You're taking the words right out of my mouth. It's winter. Winter symbolizes death. Yeah. Never to turn into another spring or summer, tragically. This is the start of our comedy show. All right, Grandma Moses, you want to start over here? <laughs>
1: here so let's break it down now it's just what we do
0: it's mad about. Mad about. mad about mad about you hello everybody and welcome to mad about mad about you your weekly mad about you recap podcast i am russ fader and i'm john marbley john how's it going fine how are you oh i'm so good you can't even believe it yeah i'm having a good time a good night it's a late Friday when we are recording right now on the East Coast, and it's slightly earlier for you. Yeah, but
2: it's dark and it's chilly, so feels. Cool. Oh, is it? Feels like night.
0: <laughs> feels like. <laughs> it
2: feels like the, night here. Yeah. The, the
0: sun is down, <laughs> and thus, with it, comes the feeling of night. Yeah, I like that a lot. You ever write poetry, John? Yeah. Great. Well, In school. do you still have any of it? Yeah. <laughs> okay so we have a new segment on our show
2: no i don't know where it is but i have it well somewhere
0: good don't worry you're gonna find it okay i'm not asking you to pull it up now but next week get yourself ready <laughs> next week i'm gonna need a year i don't know where it is <laughs> we'll get there speaking of getting places that's a clumsy segue that does not actually bridge two things at all but we do have guests and they had to get places like to your home and now they're here
2: yes we do the last several weeks, we've had guests. It's very exciting. Today, we're uh, joined by another couple of comedians. We like having couples on the show because we feel like it's sort of relevant because it's a show about marriage. Now, you two aren't married, of course, but we're joined with uh, we're joined well, we by... have a surprise for you. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> Oh, I'm mad about, mad about you. Wedding would be a really big deal. Oh, my gosh. We'd be blowing our wads so fast, and so early on this podcast. No, we're joined by uh, Haley Hepworth and DC Pearson.
3: Hello. Hi,
0: guys. Hello. Thanks for being on the show, you guys. What's up, oh, Mad thanks Nation?
3: Thank for having us. Oh, Mad, mad- Nation, that's is good. good.
0: I don't mind that my at world. all. I don't Mad
2: know. world, Mad, yeah. Mad world's not Mad world sounds like a Mad
3: Magazine yeah, fandom. So mm. up, huh?
2: Yeah,
4: which I we're not. <laughs> Mad right. Nation. I guess I'm going for a play on Bachelor Nation, which is the yes. fan base yes. of, of the Bachelor right. and Bachelorette series. Of course, right. Every time they say that, you feel like you're like I'm part of something, part of something larger <laughs> yeah. than myself. I'm part of a nation. Exactly. Right. <laughs> the first nation I've ever been a part of. <laughs>
2: I'm moving to Survivor
0: Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us. My goodness, John, we have to talk about a television show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm excited to do it. We don't have to, but we choose to. No, this is our lot in life. (laughs) We're going to talk about episode 36. uh, Well, this is episode 36 of Mad About Mad About You talking about season two, episode 14 of Mad About You. Episode is called The Late Show.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Because she's late. Um, Oh, right. Oh, but it's not a, oh, it is a show. Yeah, it's good.
0: (laughs) Not only is it a show, but they go to see a show. So you didn't pick up on that on two levels.
2: Yeah, that's true. Wow. All right. This is why we have guests and hosts. -hosts. (laughs) (laughs) Co-hosts.
0: This is why. Yeah, it debuted on January twenty seventh, nineteen ninety four, and uh, yeah, John, what was uh, what was the TV Guide summary for this? Episode? It was perfect.
2: I didn't like it when I first read it, but then I empathized with the author mm-hmm. because the description was Paul and Jamie try to keep secret what each knows about Fran and Ira.
3: It's
0: yeah
2: confusing, <laughs> but it's a confusing situation.
3: Yeah. Well.
2: Oh, Haley's got notes.
3: <laughs> no, I. No. I I'm No, thinking. please.
2: We rag all over them.
3: <laughs> it's weirdly worded.
2: It is, right?
3: But yeah. mm-hmm. do you have a
2: better one, way to word it?
3: Uh,
4: but probably without adding words because I imagine they got to be working within yes. like the word limit. Yes. Well, yes.
2: the good ones do. Mm. The bad ones do just they go on and on and right. on. Right. <laughs> Into guy? Yeah. Well, not yeah. it's never more than one sentence. Right, right, I mean right, by right, on right. and on is like right. And M dash and two more words. It's <laughs> yeah. egregious. A footnote. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm. to the
4: back yeah. Yeah, there's citations. It's bad news. David Foster Wallace cut his
2: teeth <laughs> <laughs> It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you you see it and you're like, I don't know what this is, but I'll watch the show. <laughs> it is like accurate.
3: Yes. That's yeah, it's not an accurate. where it wins, I it's think. It's so vague that it that feels but then that's also, yeah, kind of the episode, huh?
2: Yeah, 100%. Not much there. Could you read it again, yeah, John? Yeah. Paul and Jamie try to keep <laughs> I need to hear it with fresh ears. <laughs> One more time, please. Paul and Jamie try to keep secret what each knows about Fran and Ira. I feel like an element that's
4: missing, that's sort of implied if you've seen the episode, but I don't think would be apparent upon reading it, is that they're trying to keep it secret from each other, which is kind of the crux of the episode. Mm -hmm. They are doing it, but I'm saying that's not implied in the summary so much because they're trying to keep secret what each knows about Fran and Ira. It's
2: sort of implied, but not quite. It should be secret from each other what each
0: knows about Fran and Ira. But again, then you have two eaches... The word pregnancy would have gone a long way. Yes, this and it's also summary. not like
3: a spoiler because it comes up just yeah, immediately. Yeah, that's true. Too. Absolutely, right.
0: that's the, the. Yeah, that, that would have. That, that's your. That's your anchor word. Yeah. Also, as sure. we in I, the summary. Uh, if I'm a summary fan b- of mad <laughs> about
3: you and I'm looking for this episode, I don't know that this would lead me to believe like this is that pregnancy farce episode. Right.
2: Well, though that's not how these were written, right? These were written to be like, oh, you're watching TV tonight. Sure. Yeah. No, that's yeah, true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're watching TV tonight. Well, how would you like to watch an episode about four people who were confused about each other?
2: Yeah, as opposed to like, that's oh, you're what on this a magic says. computer platform scrolling <laughs> through. <laughs> scrolling a show that's not on any of them. <laughs> no. no, no, indeed.
4: Oh yeah, my so, gosh. you know,
2: I wouldn't call it a miss, but... Uh...
4: <laughs> Although maybe, are, are we are we dealing with the, in terms of the pregnancy issue, are we dealing with maybe a little residual squareness or uptightness about pregnancy? Because I mean, mm-hmm. you think about like, I'm saying sure. from TV Guide's angle or whatever, you know, are they still a little bit like,
2: oh, maybe.
4: Desi we and Lucy to have to sleep in, in separate of, beds?
3: Like Cavalier.
2: <laughs> I never thought about the difference between the censorship and TV Guide versus on television.
4: I'm just saying maybe they were You're a little right. more behind the times. Where it was I like, look, love... kid, you got You're That's you're true. too old for TV. Yeah. I don't know I'm calling you kid. You're too old. You got to go right for the guide. No, not the guide. Would, yeah. <laughs> don't make me go. I still got some chops. I got some moves
0: left. I would love for the editor of TV Guide to be like, look, when I grew up, Lucy and Ricky slept in different beds, and I'll be damned if I'm going to use the word pregnancy in my summary. Now you get back in there and oh, you write
4: something new. I think they had to say with child. Yes. You couldn't say pregnant oh. on TV back then. Or could they even
2: say with child? It was a Dick Van Dyke story, I'm remembering.
4: Right, They just right.
3: say afflicted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, curse, a cursing.
2: <laughs> We're blessed. <laughs> Depending on the show. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Hey, Russ, what was on TV that night? Or, a oh, week? Well. or whatever the hell you want to talk about?
0: <laughs> You're watching NBC. It changes. No, it was that night, though. That night. 10 o'clock p.m. on CBS was a show called Second Chances. You guys oh. familiar with Second Chances? No. Wait not say that I am. Fiction
2: or nonfiction?
0: I have to do that in my head.
2: It was it was real? Fiction. Or fi- oh, okay. I thought maybe it was like people that really messed up. <laughs> no, no. Get a second chance on TV. This was fiction. I like it fiction, lasted...
3: nonfiction. I'm sorry, I'm not scripted or non scripted. Right. right. We're a literary fiction. crowd. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It is a fictional show. It was uh, directed by a woman named Sharon Miller, the pilot episode. It's a drama. It's very soapy.
2: Well, it sounds it.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Second <saw> Chance <laughs>
2: implies everyone
0: blew it. I said. <laughs> I watched a commercial on YouTube for a couple of episodes. <laughs> and, yeah, just very over. If Russ very... is able
2: to find anything related to what he's talking about on YouTube, whether it's 10 minutes or four hours, he'll watch it at Yeah. Time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I watched an hour and a half long made-for-TV movie about uh, <laughs> with uh, Robert Urich and Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. <laughs> <So> <laughs> and this show, I couldn't find an episode, and I'm sad about it. Because it stars Connie Selica. Who's that? Her father invented the Toyota Selica. <laughs> Very important. Very big he, he deal. She's from a tweaks. dynasty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Pops? Or, yeah. Wait, she wouldn't tell. Uh, you know what, though? If we make six modifications to this beautiful car, we call it something else. Oh, he's the Steve Jobs of Toyota.
0: Right. Yeah. So sorry, you were uh, saying the Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so her father created the uh, Prius. Oh, I almost. Her father. That
1: too.
2: <laughs> oh oh yeah, no. For a second. For a second.
0: Not great. Her father's not involved, but she was on <laughs> the greatest American hero.
2: Oh, okay. I know that theme song.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We know that from Seinfeld. And it also co-starred Matt Salinger. Guess who his father was?
2: No, I mean not really. Though, what was he? Yes. Really? Whoa. Yeah.
0: His father is J.D. Salinger. What?
2: Wow. They
4: would always try to follow him home from work every day to find out where (laughs) JB was. First of all, I don't live with him
0: anymore. I'm 42. I actually, yeah, they said in his Wikipedia. In contrast to his sister Margaret, who wrote a 1999 memoir about her childhood titled "Dreamcatcher," Matt Salinger was a devoted protector of his father's privacy. A few weeks after Margaret's book was published, Salinger wrote a letter to the New York Observer disparaging his sister's quote, "Gothic tales of our supposed childhood." Oh Ooh. man, yeah, supposed so childhood. Yeah, were you yeah. not a child? <laughs> I was born at 24 years old.
2: (laughs) That's sad. Um, Yeah, it's a pretty ballsy thing to do to write a memoir about your family, especially when your father is the most
3: ballsier thing to do just to write a like memoir. Yeah, just to write a a, like takedown of your oh well, that's true too. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. also true. Yeah, sounds like this whole family needs
2: second chances.
0: (laughs) 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 Also on this show was Michelle Phillips. Who's that? of Wilson Phillips.
4: Oh. Wait, what's uh-huh.
3: that? It really is Wilson Phillips. who you know. Huh? Someday
0: somebody's gonna make you want to turn oh, around yeah. and say goodbye. Okay, okay.
2: All right, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, whose father was John Phillips of the Mamas and the Papas, who was not a good dude, turns out. Oh, okay. And most importantly this that come out this, this cast, week too? <laughs> no. <laughs> most importantly in this cast was Jennifer Lopez. Oh. Wow. Wow. Which was... <laughs> Yeah. Well, we know who she is. From yeah. We don't know anything about her
2: father. <laughs> from out of sight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from out of sight. So yeah, so this show was on for one season.
2: Okay, that's
0: a lot. Yes,
4: well, it's... The variety headline about it not getting picked up again writes itself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Second chance is canceled. <laughs> but here's... <laughs> <laughs> here's
2: well, the that's
0: thing. That's my kind of joke. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. the show got a spin off show
2: <laughs> what? second chance has got a second last? chance
0: yeah, there was a show after this called Hotel Malibu that they bumped j Lo up to the top spot and <gasps> yeah. kept a lot they of the supporting they kept wow. a lot of the supporting people, good for them and, uh yeah, so that was on the following year on c b s And yeah, that was on for six episodes. So good choices, everybody. Okay, well, you know.
3: Hotel Malibu is the name of a spinoff if ever I have heard of it.
4: Yeah, (laughs) right. And it it kind of feels like they were trying to like capitalize on like Melrose Place, 90210 kind of sexy sort of stuff. And they were just like, It was called Second Chances. That's not sexy. Let's keep J-Lo under some variation of her original Mm -hmm. contract. She's clearly Mm -hmm. a star, but we don't want to have to renegotiate (laughs) that much. Right. We'll build the show
2: around her. Now it's called Hotel (laughs) Malibu. Oops, it's canceled. Well, you know what they say about TV premises. Location, location, location. That's true. (laughs) Very true.
4: Twin Peaks. Oh, Knott's Landing, I assume, is a place. Yeah, Uh, Dallas. (laughs) Dallas is a city. That's verifiable. (laughs) Three fictional
2: cities. (laughs) Uh, We've done Dallas. (laughs) Twin Peaks is real. It's just not. There's no course. Is it a real? Is it a real town? There is a place. Mm -hmm. Really? But I don't think it's. You know. (laughs) You don't. (laughs) You're pretty sure it's not like that. You know what? Watch the show. Just watch the show. Don't even
0: bother. Oh, my gosh. So, yes. So, Second Chances, Hotel Malibu. Tune in every week on CBS. You'll love it. That Everyone gets their television. start on TV.
2: What's that? Everyone gets their start in TV,
0: except for now. I feel like you're a movie
4: star yeah. for 30 years, and then you're like, "I'm doing a Showtime show now." Oh, that's true. Or you're Paul Reiser, and you have a show on every streaming service.
2: I know, right? He's got king a king of streaming, yeah, king of streams, and that. And I guy <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, sells urinals. <laughs> that's, oh a that's a <laughs> that, premise. That's a premise that's the show yeah
0: <laughs> have we reached that part of our podcast john where it's just like everything that show? we say is
2: just like oh that could be a show yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where those people in an office yeah basically what happened in the news john
2: from wnbc tv this is news
1: for new york with chuck scarborough and pat harper
2: oh baby I spent way too long well uh, first okay little, we always like to tease it out with a couple tidbits <laughs> and then dive into the real good stuff I don't know if you guys were aware of this there was a fun column in the times during the 90s and I don't know whenever else called FYI and people would just write in little weird questions they had about the city did you
4: literally just say I don't know if you know this there was a column called
2: FYI yeah
4: which is <laughs> Wait.
2: You, F- you gave. it was an FYI you were like FYI you're right did you no (laughs) so they would people would write in little weird questions and this week i don't know if you knew this but did you know my fyi oh ah this is fun now i got it fyi hey fyi (laughs) montgomery clift is buried in prospect park i did not know that and fyi there's a little quaker cemetery in there it's closed to the public, unless you die, I guess. <laughs> but well, nothing's closed if you die. <laughs> How do they, are you only allowed to go in if you're a Quaker? They do occasional tours. I think it's
4: like super old. Quakers. Oh, I see. I like, see. I you see. know what I mean? says every not, now and okay, then. Gotcha.
3: There aren't new plots. It's not active. I see. I yeah, understand. Yeah.
4: I thought it was just like, you can only be buried there now if you're a current Quaker. No,
2: but I didn't even I know see. there was a cemetery in there. Also. But Montgomery Clift is there. Yeah. In the no Quaker idea. plot? Oh, so the question was... Uh, what, was he a Quaker? Is that what we just asked? No, it's unrelated. Hungary? Unrelated. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. While Cliff's somewhat dissolute life may seem incongruous with his burial place, he was indeed laid to rest there in 1966 in Prospect Park, not in the Quaker Cemetery.
4: Okay. Is there another cemetery was, in there? That's news to me. See, but the I don't
2: thing about FYI is
0: it, creates just, more questions. it raises a lot of questions. Yeah, I just found out about the first cemetery, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> another...
2: Oh, this! Did you know that the Flatiron District used to be called Ladies Ladies Mile?
3: No. Was no. that
2: because of like the Garment District? Yeah, it or was something? shopping. It was a shopping. Oh. It was a very oh, fancy shopping district. And the you know the department you know on Sixth Avenue the Bed Bath Beyond TJ Maxx complex yeah. and like Nineteenth Street used to be a department store called the Cooper Siegel Dry Goods Store and it opened in the eighteen nineties and supposedly the oh eight, September twelfth eighteen ninety six and one hundred and fifty thousand shoppers jammed Sixth Avenue
3: whoa
0: holy cow that's, that's too many people
2: I know the building you're talking about yeah and it's really it's
0: beautiful. if you
4: haven't seen it people should like look up a picture of it it's super beautiful and marbly and whatever marbly and um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking by it and I was so, it was like right when I, it was like when I was first starting in college and I first started going to like UCB and I was like so into improv that I would be walking back down to to NYU having come from like ASCAT or whatever and I would look at that, this beautiful building that was like a Bed Bath & Beyond and I was thinking to myself like, one day I want to turn that place into all improv theaters. <laughs> <laughs> when you
1: first start improv,
4: you just think everything should be improv and that it's infinitely applicable to everything. Oh and I was just like, gosh. that's such a beautiful building. The imp- how how much is it like society that the beautiful art that we do has to be oh. done in the basement of a grocery store? Yeah. But meanwhile, people are buying towels yeah. and stuff. You want to be doing big-
3: your improv shows in a window? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. With
4: cars rushing. You wanted by to be outside. doing it in the apartment in the yeah. department store from the master.
2: And I want to buy my towels in a dirty basement. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I also like that my target in my head wasn't like the military industrial complex or something. It was just like
2: storage and home options. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Commerce. There were 3,000 employees inside. And they're still in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, weird. What a weird quote from the time, the Old Times article from 1896. Persons vi- visiting will be spared the annoyance of seeing overworked shop girls behind the counters and children of stunted growth running up and down stairs.
3: Seems Why? like it's a real <laughs> problem. Holy the I guess cow! I so. yeah.
2: There will be separate elevators for the use of the employees. I thought I was going to go somewhere else when I yeah, first read Yeah, me too. That quote. Yikes.
3: God, these employees are so distasteful he- to the shopping public. Here's
2: an, an- anachronism. For its children employees... Segal Cooper provided a classroom and two hours of school per day Wow Not bad, but I like that they're like
4: openly acknowledging that the children are being worked to the point where their growth growth is stunted Are you tired of seeing growth stunted (laughs) child workers
2: when you're just trying to buy a new hat? Uh, <laughs> 124 departments That's a lot of departments The store offered Both a dentist And doctor office Which I thought Would be weird But now Costco does Right? Yeah So yeah. Really really? Wow I guess I got an Egg on my face You can still think It's weird You can think It's weird That
4: there's no, a doctor I Oscar. do
2: Okay Yeah Don't
4: you? <laughs> <laughs> no not really It kind of makes sense It does Yeah Costco certain has certain little it. things Like I feel like Do
3: they have a general I know they have optometry
4: there. I don't know if you can get like, We a just talked about Going there. to Costco So I could go to I the mean that makes perfect there. sense Oh really? Yeah. You
3: go You get your eye exam it's the best price in town and then you get your glasses it's a one-stop shop
4: they have good glasses there oh i've never gotten mine you can only buy you You have to buy a hundred pairs of glasses
0: (laughs) (laughs) but over the course of my i got my most recent pair of glasses at a warby parker showroom in manhattan
2: oh that's great and
0: yeah and they have an optometrist on premises and so i was like great again one-stop shopping but like so I was like, okay, great. The guy comes out and he says, okay, follow me, Russell. And he leads me into his little office, which is just in the middle of the Warby Parker. So oh. like 360 degrees oh. around you. I don't like that. Outside, what? there are people shopping and talking about their glasses. And you just hear in the background surrounding you, just, and it was, it was very bizarre, very bizarre. And then he's like, would you like me to dilate your eyes? And I said, yeah, sure. And he does it. And immediately after I say, Hey, I haven't gotten any frames for myself yet. How long do I have before I can't see anything? He's like, you should probably hurry. Yeah. right.
2: This guy
4: Sorry. sounds
0: like a quack. <laughs> uh, yeah, are
4: you what, sure it wasn't just him? some
0: guy who came up to you and was like, I'm the Warby <laughs> Parker optometrist. <laughs> what about him sounds like a quack? He took me into a small room in the middle of a store and put drops in my eyes that blinded me. Small... What's weird about he that? He told you you'd go <laughs> blind,
2: right? For a minute? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, he did. It was
0: my bad. He yeah. was like, your, your vision will get a little bit blurry. And I'm like, I've got nothing to do today. And then he puts the drops in. And I was like, oh, except for shop for glasses. I mean, you don't so.
2: expect it to be that. I just got it dilated for the first time. And I was like, whoa. Why did you do it? Why did they do it? Mine were checking just, it was like a physical for your mm, eyes. Gotcha. So like, yeah. then they,
4: they dilate them and
2: then they can like yeah, look at yeah, them with a the light or real stuff. deep. Okay, yeah. 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 This is how little they I've been in the, the
4: Yeah, real, real deep. <laughs> they get it what? They yeah. can get
3: in all the nooks, nooks and, and crannies. And crannies. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I don't like to think of my eye like a Thomas's English muffin. <laughs> 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 oh, but they're delicious.
2: You put some butter
4: on your eyes,
2: forget it. I love English muffins more than bagels. I said it. Wow.
0: That's,
4: uh, before he moves back to New York. That yeah. is bold. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know really the, bold. You know
0: the... You know this is forever, John. This podcast? Oh,
2: yeah, I know. I don't care. Come at me.
0: <laughs> come at me, Bagel Mafia.
2: Most of them you hear that, out that anyway, H&H. So. Yeah, there's... Wait, there's... Are they out of business? I don't know. I think they might be I out. they wow. business. So,
4: you know. Been gone a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Lost touch with the bagel... The streets. Now,
2: the here we come to a little war. There was a war. <laughs> I never tease the stories like this. <laughs> But let's do it this way. Russ, Yes, date line. Do, 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 do. Go ahead. Building the Sejuan Empire. January 16, 1994. Chicken teriyaki pizza? Relax. Some people are already eating it. <laughs> 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 Reporters it's have too late to song. save the yeah, pizza. Yeah. It's
4: already being eaten.
2: <laughs> yada, yada, yada. This story focuses on this chain of Chinese restaurants that were big called Empire Szechuan in New York that mostly have closed. I think there's like two left. Run by uh, where Misa Chang rules as ever with an entrepreneurial sixth sense of when the Upper West Side will be ready for whatever chopstick challenge should come next. <laughs> it take time. So maybe next menu, Miss Chang explains. Her eyes darting carefully across a small table feast in the Empire Szechuan flagship restaurant at Broadway ninety seven which I think is closed. Blah, 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 They talk a lot about, like, how she decides where to open them. She opened one at like, 170th and Broadway. Like, it, she, she was one of the first people in Washington Heights, I think, to open a mm. Chinese restaurant. And she was like, you know, I find the pockets Well, of the name. She was like, everyone likes Chinese food, so I just go to, like, the unexpected places, too. Sure. But this article alludes to something... <laughs> Blah blah blah. Jimmy Shaw smiles and nostalgia amid the booming success of the restaurant, which recently subsumed a blimpies and Mexican restaurant and enlarging down in enlarging down Broadway from its busy southeast corner stronghold. In making this move, Mr. Shaw and Miss Chang strategically accepted the loss of their older sidewalk cafe, which was closed after the local community board revoked the cafe license in the West Side's sour menu wars. <gasps>
1: oh,
2: oh my goodness. Oh. So this was an hour oh. or two of my life last night. Right. <laughs> I'll skip the boring research and just read this amazing piece. Where's the story? Oh, so this is a piece that was written in 2010 by a guy named Chris Erickson in the New York Press. And it sort of fleshes out what the, what this was referring to. Right. It has to do basically with the fact that when all these Chinese restaurants were popping up, they were shoving menus in people's apartments right. and mm-hmm. it was irritating Which was the subject of a, Sein- uh, a Seinfeld episode, uh, right?
4: Is there, isn't there a Seinfeld episode concerning Chinese menus? I think there's a joke, some other maybe? sitcom episode. So yeah, I don't know. I feel oh. like maybe there's a plot point concerning. I don't think there's a plot point in Seinfeld mm. concerning.
0: Okay,
2: all right, Fair but enough. I could have forgotten. <laughs> what? Might be I, I certainly
0: the... I don't remember. It has the the ring of truth. But, well, uh, I'm not. No bells are going off in my head. So. <laughs> Mm. Interesting. Wow.
2: Well, I wonder what sick comment would be. Though. I don't know. Yeah. I'm
4: going to find out after this. I'm going to we... come back. Revisit, yeah. Revisit. <laughs> He's going to knock my door. At <laughs> yeah. I'm going to
2: leave you a voicemail <laughs> that
4: I'm going to make you cut into the
2: show. <laughs> what is this, Marin? I feel like he did that a lot, right? <laughs> oh, really? Seven years ago. What do you mean? There used to be a lot of voicemails or something. Huh. I don't <laughs> remember that. Maybe I remember it, I think, as well as you remember this plot. Right, right, right. Seinfeld. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So to some people, a Chinese menu shoved under the door is an appreciated convenience. To others, a minor annoyance. But for a time on the Upper West Side, it seemed like something else entirely. It seemed like a very big deal indeed. It also seemed like the story that wouldn't die. There were threats, physical altercations and public demonstrations. There was legal action, police and government intervention. Activists involved with the cause made straight-faced references to quote the movement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. All of this
2: over Chinese menus. What was the deal? In the face of it, it was, simple, it was simple enough. Behind it was a Chinese restaurant, Empire Szechuan, with a promotional strategy that involved aggressively blanketing Upper West Side residences <laughs> with takeout menus. The strategy worked pretty well, helping Empire Szechuan grow from a single restaurant to a thriving mini chain. Problem was some Upper West Siders began to get sick of the onslaught. They complained, but it didn't seem to have any effect. Then they got really sick of it, and a few decided to fight back. So one night in 1992, a peak dinner hour. At- Wait, there's a there's like
0: a, there's, there's, a a, a one, there's a moment. There's a moment. There's this it's amazing. Yes, yeah. There's a uh, oh, what's it called? And that- I can't think of it either.
2: Yeah, yeah. an inciting incident. revolutionary war.
4: <laughs> yeah, like the shot heard around the world.
2: Yeah, no. The, yes. You know the, when the what's the, our the Lexington first, and Concord? Yeah, yeah, great. Okay. <laughs> I didn't go to West Point. What do you want from me? There
4: are so many people that are tuning out right now because they were like, "I listen to this podcast under the assumption that it is run by a guy who graduated the only Mad About You
2: podcast
4: by a West Point."
2: Yeah, there's many out there, and that's why they chose Mm -hmm. us. So one night in 1992, at peak dinner hour, a group calling themselves the quote Menu Vigilantes invaded the yeah invaded the Empire Sejuan at West ninety seven to Broadway and scattered menus around the dining room surprising the hell out of diners who'd stopped in for a peaceful plate of sesame noodles. It's pretty good, huh? That's a pretty good protest. West Side Spirit covered the counterattack, and some bigger media picked up the story. The restaurant promised to stop, but didn't. The vigilantes returned, this time with a TV camera and crew in tow. Mm. Don't mess with New Yorkers.
0: You know, I was about to say how great a time this was that, like, this was a protest. That this was the kind of thing that a bunch of people would get up in arms about. Well, and, there were bigger fight things that could not brought us. Well, but then I was just like, not like today. And then I was like, wait a minute. People literally threw a fit about Szechuan sauce. Right. At right, McDonald's. Right.
4: Precisely. Very what? Very yeah, recently. Rick and Morty fans. They were like, there was. Wait, a, what?
2: There's wait, a, fans of a cartoon yes. specifically yes. threw a fit about a sauce at McDonald's? Yes. Yes. I can't. Yes. What, what was the issue? They basically,
4: shortest version basically was like, there's a Rick and Morty episode where the character Rick, who's like a mad scientist, right. uses his time machine to go back and get the Mulan tie-in Szechuan sauce from mcdonald's oh okay it's a joke about like oh how silly that that's what he's like using his time machine for whatever so people there was like a thing where they sent mcdonald's i guess like found some of it that they still had and they sent it to like the creator and he was like holy crap this is awesome like mcdonald's actually sent it to me and they're like playing along and having fun and then like mcdonald's without really it wasn't official tie-in with the show right was like we're going to have, for a limited time only, we're going to, like, release the sauce again so Rick and Morty fans can come and get it. And I'm sure they were like, this will be great press for us, whatever. And so then I think they were just thinking, like, this is a pretty, like, it's a cartoon show that, like, it's not, like, on network, it's not whatever. They didn't anticipate the demand, so they had, like, ten packets per (laughs) store. And these, these, like, giant groups of, like... 50 or more people were, like, lined up outside.
2: Oh, my and God. And then
4: they, like, there's, like, clips of people being, like, mad and, like, yelling at, like, low-wage employees. So it's not like... Oh, the,
2: no. Uh, you know. Yeah. Were they even going to eat it? Or were they just going to keep it wrapped on a shelf I'm next mis- to their I'm assuming figures. a lot of people are probably going to keep it as <laughs> yeah. like a keepsake. Oh, then go to... Wait, we don't speak well, like you this get on one- the podcast? Go to hell.
0: <laughs> you get one to keep and you get one to eat, John. That's the way you do yeah, when you're a real collector. Yeah, that's what it is, room. right?
4: Wow. Yeah, but so yeah. they're apparently going to do. They were like, okay, sorry, we're going to release more of them or whatever. <laughs> so if, if I'm an employee, I'm definitely calling in sick then.
0: Yeah, for sure. Wow. Unbelievable. So how about that? Yeah,
2: so I guess uh, nothing, really, nothing ever ages. does change, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Violent altercations between doormen and deliverymen were not uncommon. I remember going out to see one West 109th Street doorman who, at the end of his rope, had called West Side Spirit to vent about his daily run-ins with the menu dumpers. Things were so bad that he was worried that someone was going to get seriously hurt. It's come down to that, he said, his voice tinged with disbelief. Over menus. Oh, my God. This is interesting. Some claim that anti-Asian bias was behind the complaints. Sure. Mm. I buy that. I also
4: think it's like weirdly backdoor kind of a story about like what a bummer it is. Another thing that it's like, oh, how things have changed or whatever, where it's like a bummer about how we don't have these like smaller like print outlets anymore. Right. Like, it seems like this West Side Spirit thing that they're referring to. Like, I imagine that's not around anymore. Like, it's yeah, like a little newspaper that it. just focuses yeah, on, like, right. the West Side of Manhattan.
2: Well, don't they still... I feel like they still have one, but it's not that one. It's got to be not as many. They, they could have had a couple right, right, back right. in the 90s. Right, exactly. Like, I just oh, think we it's do like, the counterculture news Because it's easy to kind West. of go <laughs> like,
4: oh, well, you can get your news on the internet now. But, like, people aren't, like, as focused on, like, right. the local... These, Stories that people might not find out about. Well, otherwise. especially like a lot with people upset with like of people are like L. A. is uh, Gotham uh-huh, whatever those uh-huh. things posing. Where it's like these little niche things. It's easy yeah. to be like, oh, the world. It's just the world. It's the internet. But it's like, yeah, oh, it's nice to have these little. It's things. so nice, and not not
2: even just nice, but like important. It's important too. Wow, yeah. we really learned mm-hmm. something here today. Yeah, the menu wars. <laughs> Don't forget it, 1992, and it went on. <laughs> there was an, I, an article I found from '96, no '94. Oh, '96. Oh whatever. It, it went on for a while.
4: You know, and fits and starts. See, but Empire Szechuan wins here because all this story is making me want
2: is Chinese
3: food. Oh, yes.
2: There you go. Well, too bad they don't have a branch. Oh, you know, I don't know if I've plugged this on the show before, (laughs) but the best Chinese food in L.A. (laughs) Have I, Russ?
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes, you have talked about your favorite local Chinese food. No, it's the greatest. On our podcast. It's not local.
2: It's L.A. Everyone goes to L.A. in New York, Right. (laughs) Vacations <laughs> and stuff. Shanghai Grill Ooh. on Wilshire and something. And bet right right outside or in fine. In Beverly Hills. <laughs> It barely Get in. you twisted my arm. Barely it's in, in. in Beverly It is old fat, like, crunchy noodles in a bowl. Right. You know, egg drop soup. But the difference is it's not greasy. It tastes very clean. You don't feel sick afterwards. And they have, like, the good old-fashioned drinks, too, like Mai Tais. It's cl- it's like a classic. Oh. It's like what you envision going to Chinese food in 1950 was like. Right, right, right. It's right, amazing. Right. All right. Noted. And not self-aware. <laughs> not a revival. Just, right, uh, right, right. Just they've had a business for a long time. Right.
3: They know how to do it right.
2: Yeah. And a lot of photos and letters on the wall unrelated to the business. Unrelated to the business? Yeah, this one from Lucille Ball, and I got so excited. And then it was just from Lucy to someone else. And we were like, how does this sign anything? found this letter. Yeah, she yeah. said, dear, uh, yeah. dear Dwight Eisenhower, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> afflicted. <laughs> we're working it into the show. Oh. That's all the news that's fit to print.
0: Oh, fantastic. A little war My coverage. My goodness. Yeah. A workhorse. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Of uh, <laughs>
2: 90s, the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Upper West Side. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, I guess we got to talk about the show now,
0: huh? It's time. It's time for us to do that very thing. <laughs> Haley, DC, what are yeah. your personal experiences with Mad About You?
3: I was a too young at this point to really watch TV. So I have maybe a memory of it like being on in the background, like maybe my parents watched it or something. But at this point I would have been a toddler, so I don't have like formed thoughts or memories. I'm familiar with it. I've heard of it. I feel Mm -hmm. like when I when we watched the episode and I heard the theme song, I was like, sure, this seems really familiar in some deep memory hole.
0: This was the first episode that you're this is the first episode that you sat down to watch yes. beginning ten? Yeah. Oh wow.
2: Interesting. I mean that's not surprising, I guess. <laughs> it was an easy show to miss somehow. Sure. What about you, DC? this is the
4: first full episode that I have seen. What? At least that I can remember. What? Wow. Yeah. Well, um, if you'd seen one, you'd remember it. Right. <laughs> um, and I was realizing when we started watching it last night and, like, the theme song kicked in that I knew the theme song because the I would turn on the syndicated, like, Simpsons at, like, 630 uh-huh on whatever yep. local station was playing the simpsons in arizona and a mad about you episode would be ending so i'd hear the tail end of the credits maybe sometimes right. the little like stinger and yeah. then the little like production company in like, front. Vanity, the vanity cards at yeah. the end with like yep. the, so like i remember the like little thing where it's like the finger pushing of the thing like, yeah and yeah. then the sony pictures thing it's like burr, burr, yeah. burr, burr. and then like <laughs> that naturally in my head should feed right into like oh the so oh, weird That's it's like weird. all of a piece sure. in my head but yeah this is the first time i'd ever actually sat down
0: wow, wow. i like that a lot i yeah. love the idea of oh mad about you i love that show with the in front thing and the Pushing the finger up. What a great show. There's a meta
2: tag about that that Paul does because you know he's a film Uh documentarian. Mm. And what, I don't know, 10 episodes ago maybe he's on the phone with his editor. And he's like, no, 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 that's not how we're going to end it. We're going to end it with the horse, the horse, uh, the racetrack thing, the finger moving up, the so, you know, the horses, like it's meta. He's talking as it's happening in the in the tag. It's funny. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They go meta a lot, like they do in this episode. I was
3: going to say, do they always in the Not always, in but the tag?
2: They love doing that. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> interesting.
2: Make connections. Do they ever 30s. in the larger episode,
3: like in the in the episode itself? No, nah, only in the do
2: tag. They? I feel like if they do it's one a yes, right? But it's like one tiny joke sometimes.
0: Sometimes. Don't they? Yeah. Didn't they just do it? I don't recall. I know weeks, like the first time that I remember like a goofy tag, I remember not having it. Like Jamie was outside and she was, she was, (laughs) she was on a scaffold squeegeeing their windows. I thought it was like a window washer. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just like, she is not a window washer. What is this yeah. garbage? He had to loosen up j- a little. <laughs> <laughs> I got there, and now my life is a lot better. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, let's dive in. If we don't have any objections, let's start. <laughs> no, it was.
2: Uh, oh, this episode was directed by. Oh yes,
0: please, Tommy Schlamy.
2: Bingo, the cat we call yeah, him the Cat's Man on this show. <laughs> I forget why. Oh, Tommy Schlamy. Well, we... T.S. T.S. Elliot, Cats, Catsman's. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> it's right there. Sometimes it goes so fast, I go past it. <laughs> <laughs> but you can really tell, uh, I don't know if I could tell in this one as much, but he has a lot of signature things he does in a multi-cam where you're like, oh, they don't That's normally a do. you're playing with uh with the form a little. Like what? Like a shot. Like, one thing he loves to do is he loves to, like, motivate a camera movement with the main characters to sync up with an entrance of another character so that you're so that you like you don't bump up like he guides you to mm-hmm, it yeah. in a in a way that doesn't happen a lot I feel like in shows in multi camp shows mm, you, you know don't, people like, just cut come in and go entrance. out right
3: it guides it you It just to guides the you
2: back and forth hmm. that's a signature TS and then he he works his way around like he's very tricky like in the last episode Helen Hunt gropes him at one point and you can't show that on television but he just cuts to a tiny side shot just a little over where his uh her thigh is masking it a little, and you get away with
0: it. <laughs> in my head, it's sneaky. That sounds. That shot sounds like the Mr. Blonde scene in Reservoir Dogs, where it's just like, oh yeah, you don't see it. Like he uh, he goes and he's cutting his ear off, and then they pan over, so you just <laughs> see the space. So you don't really see it. And it's just like, yeah, she gropes him but yeah, you don't right. see yeah. them It's the same. Yeah, don't worry, Remember don't worry. Time? You don't see it.
2: You don't see anything. Yeah.
0: Remember that time that Helen Hunt groped Paul Reiser but <laughs> stuck in the well, middle yeah, of the yeah That's song? why I
2: could never watch that episode again. <laughs> anyway, big fans anyway. of on the show. You guys watched West Wing Oh, really? I did. Oh, fascinating. You would love it. All right,
3: I'll watch it. I I everybody loves it. I'm sure I would. It's a good show. I'll watch
2: it. It's a good one. It was written by Andrew Gordon and Eileen Khan, who you might know from Casey Undercover. You know Casey Undercover Mm -mm. on Disney? I mean, I don't watch it, but oh, it's like the show they work on now on the Disney show. I feel like
0: everyone's heard of it, but maybe not. That's awesome. Cold Open. Cold Open. Cold Open open begins with Plank Scrabble.
1: H-I-N-G. That's your word? Yes, it is. What is it? Hing. (laughs) Thank you very much. What does it mean?
4: It's hard to explain.
1: Yeah. Use it in a sentence.
4: Hing. um i won the game of scrabble using the word hing yeah
1: well i challenge hing
4: you you're such a baby i didn't challenge you when you when you say quiz jacks
1: <laughs> oh hang. hing
0: playing the word hing that's not a word paul i love when sitcoms make up fake words in scrabble games
4: Interesting like fact. clone, yeah. So literally this weekend, I made a recipe that called for an ingredient. The name of that ingredient. Hing? Hing. What was it? No. Was it a spice? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a... Ross!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory that there is a writer on the show with a subconscious obsession with spices. Really? Because when they need a go-to something, it's often a spice. It's never, it never has anything to do with the show. It's just like when they're riffing or whatever, someone will say a spice, and I—that's very interesting. Ross, that's
0: really funny. This is it. They're the stumbling upon it now. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I was Holy just had cow. just been
4: thinking about hing wow. because it's like it's not carried everywhere but I went to this place by us called India Sweets and Spices. Oh, it's an Indian sure spice. Enough, they had, yeah. I or, I don't know if it literally is only Indian uh-huh. but like I think it's used in in different cuisines but yeah, so they had it there and uh, I guess it's a it's like a type of fennel plant dried, okay. and it's very fragrant. Ah! Uh-huh. So the bottle had like a almost like a child lock on it, what? I guess, because it's like I don't know why, There's, but it I was very. If kids it it was like they die. To get... I don't think it also said like only for putting in stuff to flavor it. Don't eat it like by itself. Wow! <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so that was interesting. Oh, that's intimidating. It's possible
2: I've eaten. Well, I don't know. I feel like I've eaten them, maybe. No, there's a lot of spices like that, I guess, mm, in Indian food. Right. Gotcha. Any little pearl like that that you bite into makes you want to run for the hills. (laughs) You can quote me on that. The Uh,
0: ball's on you, John. Two seconds ago, you didn't even know this was a thing, and now you're like, I think I know No, I don't think
2: I've had him. I just think I've had another spice that grows that way. jacks.
0: That's what she said, right? Yeah. She did say Quiz jacks. Is that a spice, DC? No. Oh, is it? Not that I know. So let's assume uh, it is. One for two. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the game
2: was come up with any word that has all the high scoring. Mm, sure. Right? It's sort of a That's little fun. soft Q-Z. thinker right. joke. Right.
3: <laughs> Like, yeah. like There's I a, got
2: it into the first scene. points
3: for, like, a J. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Oh, yeah, right. That's a right, wow. yeah. That's J's. 10
2: points, right, yeah. Huge. <laughs>
3: oh, is like an 8, 10-point <laughs> word or something like you that?
2: You know what would be fun? If everyone in the world, or even a few people... So, it's
3: wow. everyone about a few people.
2: <laughs> that
0: just, those stakes just
2: drop. Here's a weird pattern that might exist, probably doesn't. Associations between people, if, if you translated your name into a Scrabble score and met other people with the same Scrabble score oh, name. Oh, this I like. What yes, could happen? I don't know, fun. right?
4: Oh, that would be like a way for, like, did you ever read that thing where Vonnegut <laughs> was like, people should have like artificial families because like the greatest problem in the world is loneliness. So we should just assign people by like, I think maybe like birthday or something. And like, now you're in this family and that family, whatever. And you don't lose your biological family if you have one, but it's a way of like, you should like call the people that are like in your group on their birthday
2: or whatever. Yeah. This
4: could be a way to come up with that. What's your Scrabble school? Yeah, you're right. Is it middle, first, and last?
2: Well, I think we see what works with the small sample set and then go from there, you know? So,
4: okay. So, probably the the listeners of everyone should calculate.
2: Oh, sweepstakes. Yeah. We have sweepstakes on the show. No prizes. Prizes, shout out. Tweeted us your (laughs) Scrabble score name. Although,
4: I wonder if there aren't certain, like, types of names or origins of names. That's what I wonder that motivate certain amount, certain letters and certain amounts of scores, certain letters occur more commonly Uh probably. Which also
2: makes me wonder, will this approach to grouping people eventually be used for hate? Definitely. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm already thinking of ways. (laughs) So am I. I want to know which group has the low score. Yes. Because they're probably idiots. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, man. It's a fun one. I like it. I like that a lot. So we get into the episode proper. Paul and Jamie are getting ready to go out. Paul doesn't want to go. Jamie says, it's entertainment. Then Paul's wondering what's going on. He says, so what? Singers, dancers. Jamie mutters under her breath. Political satire. That was a fun twist. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that is... Verboten. That is just like oh, oh. Nobody likes. Play- it's like they said mime. Just like oh, yeah. They're like humorists. Tired. Yeah, they get a bad rap. Love
2: it. From me. <laughs> <laughs> from me. <laughs> no, not really. But I can't... That's a crazy school fundraiser thing. Yes, Though if sure. the kids were doing the political satire, I'd be deeply fascinated.
4: Oh, yeah. And I think once they ultimately... I mean, this is skipping ahead, but I think once we ultimately hear that it's a, like, what's the guy's name? Like, Mark Richards or something? There's like oh, a... Oh, they say his name? No, they, I'm just saying, like, there's a guy uh, I that was thinking, a specific guy that they're making fun of. Is, I it, feel not, like. in is the, it Tom
2: Lehrer? Uh,
4: maybe, yeah, yeah. But, like, in the 90s, I feel like on PBS, ah. you would often have, like, because ma- they make fun of him on The Simpsons, too. There's okay. like an episode where he's saying, like, that's the deficit right?" Right. Yes. I know oh, that like okay. Exactly. I a that similar song. joke. And they're all funny. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. They are. Very...
0: It feels like the Capitol Steps. Yeah. Pres- like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Right. I don't know
4: what that is. That sounds fun. Similar
2: thing, but I think they were multiple. <laughs> oh,
0: like an acapella yeah. group? Yeah. Out of D.C. Yeah. Oh, right.
2: That's where you went to school. Yeah. It's true. We talk about Victor Borgo a lot on the podcast, too. Another we do. Another musical. Co- you don't know him? <laughs> we can't blame them That's for not crazy. knowing him. He had him. a video that you could buy uh, over the phone. They advertised was... on TV a lot. He's welcoming you. He is. was. <laughs>
0: He was very popular and important 30 years before John and I were born. I can't believe you guys don't know yeah, who he is. Everyone's
2: grandmother liked him. <laughs> and he's funny though too. I wish the audience Here's could have
4: seen the series of micro disappointment expressions that flashed across <laughs> John's face. He kind of like sort of looked to me,
2: looked to Haley, looked, yeah. looked to me. Sort of was like taken a, a slightly aghast. Hey Rush, let's let's move on. Let's get this over with. I think we're done. I love it.
0: <laughs> so we get to the benefit for Fran's kids. Oh school. yeah, so Fran, so Jamie's going for Fran. Oh, wait, no, yes, I'm sorry. We don't get there. We just learned that it is a benefit for Fran. Paul's kid's going school. for
2: Jamie. Ira, yeah. Ira, cousin Ira is Paul's cousin, as you uh, come mm. to find. And Fran mm. is, of course, Jamie's like best friend, mm. uh, and they used to work together. She used to work for her. Jamie used to work for Fran.
3: Oh, oh. yeah, and then Fran quit.
2: And then Jamie quit. There you go. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a life. What
3: are they? What are their yeah. professions? These characters. Jamie
2: used to be a PR executive. Okay. Like very high up corner office, and she quit because she hated her boss because he didn't give her any uh, credit for anything. And mm. she
0: told him off, and that was a great episode. And then mm-hmm. uh, now she's going back to school. All right. And yeah. Good for her. Kind of, yeah. Kind of to find herself, which is an interesting way to go back to yeah, school. Yeah, because she 30. was
2: like, I just sort of went into this. Even though, isn't that a very hard field? I mean, maybe it's a maybe specific not specific field. Yeah, I guess because it wasn't yeah. like fun, it's sexy PR. It's not some like catch Sure. She was doing like computer. Like Computron was a fake name of an account. Mm. That's like boring PR, maybe. Sure. No offense, but come on. It's <laughs> not Computron Tom Cruise. Is real and he's a robot. <laughs> <experience>. <laughs> oh yeah, this plans linking thing. I've been in that situation. What do you mean? Where someone grabs someone into going because like, they don't want to be alone. I get alone. into
3: something and I'm so many degrees of separation from whoever we're appeasing. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's
3: like so many must right. suffer.
2: That's how you end up with, yeah, like three degrees of separation at like a very specific party. Mm. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, so and
4: so had a friend who was in town who was staying with us. Yeah. And then the friend right. also knows another friend here in the city, and the friend was like, come with us. Right. And you're like, I'm not right. even
3: doing this thing I hate. Yes. Because then I get points for it with somebody that matters to me. Right. Instead, right it's more just like, no, I'm I'll never, there's nothing in this for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. But then I feel yeah. like I'm yeah. too far away
3: s- from the center.
2: That's how you meet a life yeah. partner. <laughs> Maybe, you know what I mean? Because you get thrown into
0: this new world, but in a productive way, not like a club or a bar. That's <laughs> maybe john that might be the most optimistic sentence i've ever heard you say yeah just like yeah go to a place where you don't know anybody and you don't want to be there you might meet your future well, wife. well you know some people you know one person at least the person that's <laughs> but, uh, real quick before we did we get to the
2: school yet are we, are we at the no, fundraiser yet? Not yet not yet no, not at no, all. No, quite all right. Oh, the door goes off,
0: and it's Ira. <laughs> d- yeah, d- don't worry. We'll get to the school in approximately <laughs> no, four hours. it picks up as uh, it goes. So <laughs> Before Ira gets to the door, Murray starts licking himself on the couch. Yeah, that's pretty... I was...
3: A little edgy a for li-
2: this world, right? Don't you think? TV I guy's not know. writing about it in the description. Sure, I
3: I know. <laughs> no, they are not. I mean, sure. I guess his his kind of joke he makes about it. That's a little yeah. Edgy. If I could do That's that, I'd never edgy. leave the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. And but I'm also just like, this is <laughs> you probably you silly. This joke
2: I'm is like,
3: soft. Ah, what's I, I can tell too. Think what? You
2: this think the it's joke uh, is soft? Uh, yeah. You're Like this
3: isn't an edgy joke. I don't.
4: It's not that I don't think it's edgy.
3: No, nobody here is saying we think it's good. Right. But for the time, uh, we can acknowledge...
0: Yeah, no one's oh, yes, saying that's pretty
4: risque
2: for the time, for sure. Yeah, it's all risque, good. Anyway.
0: I just wasn't sure. I was like, I was like, did that dog just lick himself? And they just went with it? Because how do you train a dog to lick himself?
3: A little peanut butter.
0: Yeah. Ex- oh, that's what they like, joke about in college movies a lot. Yeah. open oh, on people. At fr- <laughs> yeah. At first, I was just like... How do you train a dog to do that? And then I thought about it for one second. I was like, "Oh, with food, All right?" The same the same way you train a dog to do anything. Well, you're do you, absolutely you think right. getting
2: Murray to do that to himself on TV is I think controversial? It be is that dog's purpose? Oh. Level. <laughs> Oh, well, it's sort of forcing them into pornography no. in a way.
3: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I guess sometimes we care about
3: dogs. Sometimes we don't care about dogs. I think it sometimes wouldn't, re- think it wouldn't register as like harm.
4: Sure, sure. Especially sure. because it's something that dogs do anyway. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Yeah. So okay. That's right,
0: John. Yeah. This was natural. This was not intended to a volition, Yeah. Sure. Unless okay, we're learning fine. things about you, John. All right. Okay. i was just curious.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't think about dogs ever. He's a cute dog, though, right? That's my yeah. promise
0: to you. <laughs> <laughs> So Ira arrives, and he looks good, he says. He's got a tie on. Jamie comes out, sees him wearing a tie, says to Paul, put a tie on. Paul says, why? Jamie says, he has one. They go back and forth about the color of the tie. Jamie says, put on the navy one. Paul says, I don't have a navy one. Jamie says, yes, you do. The one you think is dark green.
2: Which is like me. And you? Oh, yeah. Oh, guys, if you could see the adorable faces, <laughs> they just made it each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking into my headset like it's on. <laughs> <laughs> it's... That was such a knowing look. You do that, DC? I mean, uh, you can speak to that.
3: Yeah, I mean, yesterday he was wearing something that he calls his gray shirt that is <laughs> definitively blue. Wait, so you're
4: a little colorblind too? <laughs> I don't think I'm colorblind. I mean, I guess I don't really know what the experience of colorblindness is. I feel like I just miss, I, frequently misidentify Well,
3: <laughs> I also think- I have the same so problem. I- Here's, I recently read an article suggesting that you cannot be colorblind, but can have maybe a less attuned eye to slight variations. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that oftentimes women have a more attuned eye to those variations.
2: Oh. Again,
3: not as a blanket rule, but this article I read suggested more often.
2: That's what I have then. Well, is there a name for that?
3: No. I, it's just I a spectrum a same that problem. we all live on.
2: I wore, uh, in high school, I wore green and red. I wore green corduroy pants and a red bright red sweater thinking I th- I think I thought it was like red and black or brown. I don't know.
3: That might be color. I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, this is not
0: this is not what she's talking about. Uh, okay, all right.
4: Well, a lot of pink looks great to me a lot. Yeah. Yes. What's I, I find like I find like like sometimes I'll identify something that is red or orange that you're like that's pink. Red or orange? No, I don't know how much of that is like is I don't like know how much of that is like weird like, like gendered, gendered thing where it's sure. like men are like I don't it's want like to wear if I'm like a wearing pink this shirt, it thing, which I don't even consciously think orange. because I think pink is fine. I like, love pink to wear, yeah. Yeah. but like I'm totally mm-hmm. fine with it consciously. But I'm just wondering if that wasn't something that was sort of inbred, sure. not inbred, but bred in,
2: <laughs> bred in, yeah.
0: Can't unring that bell,
2: DC. Exactly. The older I get, the more I think the thing of like, how do I know your blue is my blue? Mm. Holds water. Yes. <laughs> like, not being, it really, it's a little true. Like you're right. saying, like, your orange is her pink, a little. Yeah, I mean, but. No, you could get a I bunch of people to identify them. pink. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. I wonder if I learned them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a little. Right, a right, little. right. Most right. are right. Most are right. Yeah, I blue feel and like purple. It's... I can't do that easily. Oh. It was a very pinkish purple. Huh? Yeah, there's some. T- I, I feel
4: that, like that. Those... I guess
3: is what I'm talking about. Then I think that falls into this category where it's like, oh, if there's a sea of like a thousand different shades of green, yes. some people right. are going to be able to differentiate them all from each other and see them all as different. Where right, whereas others will be like, oh, I see these greens as the same.
4: Green. Yeah, the granularity I I like, is. But I feel like lower. if they were all together, I could pick them out and go like, those are different. But I feel like it's when they're on yes. their own same. and they're super muted. Same. Like, I could read a green, a really muted, darkish green as, like, a blue or, like, a gray or, like, a whatever. A blue?
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. Like a blue Or, like, a gray and a blue. Also, if I may, not to get on a soapbox, but a lot of people who can see all the colors, they're really inconsistent and picky about the color that you call it. They're like, no, that's pink. And then you talk to them for for a while. You're like, oh, really? There's no, like, blue or green thing? And they're like, well, yeah, it's sort of like a bluish-greenish pink. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of what I said.
3: (laughs) <laughs> this wow. happens to me a lot.
0: Like you're not
3: basically just describing trying...
4: the conversations that we had. Yes, the yeah, first part, anyway. you
3: should know that just the, like, <laughs> confusing a blue or a green <laughs> with a pink, the color theory of that is making my brain go crazy. Oh, wow. Okay. There's All no right. way it could happen.
4: Well, no, I wouldn't confuse a blue or a no. gray with a pink. But I might confuse, a like, a, a certain kind. No, I would. not I'm saying... To me, it's the same. A blue or a gray? No, not a, a, a pink. gray and a pink. A gray and a what? pink? A gray and a pink, yeah. You might John, straight you're up sick. be colorblind. Right?
2: This might be how we find out <laughs> you're straight up colorblind. I thought I was, and so then Haley gave me hope. No, you're done you're, for. I was already finished. This
3: is a more desperate case than any of us. Hey,
2: Russ, how you doing? <laughs> I'm great. I'm going to get this joke out. B-
0: Watch <laughs> oh,
3: out.
2: You were the first person <laughs> on the podcast.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, It's just like I don't know what these people's problem is. You know, I say that I see this one color is green, and then I badger them about it for 15 minutes. And then after a little bit of time, uh, I mean, they're willing to tell me that it's green also. I was trying so to, where's the consistency okay, with them? sure.
2: You're right. You're right. I was trying to downplay that part of the story, but you knew me too well. Yeah, I think I did. It yeah. was happening right now. It's <laughs> true. Uh, okay, so what happens? The door goes off again, and it's The door Fran. goes
0: off again, and Fran arrives.
3: Hi. Hi, hey, Franny in a bedroom Ira yeah I think I'm late that's okay I thought I was late too
1: no I mean I think I'm late late
3: what okay okay hi friend. what color is this navy
1: you see that they both said dark green
0: (laughs) she's late so
2: her and Ira they all went to Atlantic City for an episode guest starring uh, what's her name Girls just want to have fun. Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. And they shared a very small bed in the hotel Ooh. room. And uh, they got a little busy for the first time. Mm-hmm. Do they go on to be a couple? Is that what happened? I don't remember. Do you? <laughs>
0: they did not. Or we haven't seen them together
2: since then. When we started the podcast, I thought I knew this show much better than it turns out I do. So <laughs> I thought I knew it like Seinfeld almost. I don't. And I've probably seen one eighth of the episodes. That makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't feel as hooky. But it's then again, right. I just claimed no, to remember not. a thing
4: from Seinfeld earlier yeah. that no one else remembers. So maybe Seinfeld's not as That's hooky true. As
2: maybe in 20 years, though, it'll be a Reddit thread. Everyone will remember <laughs> what you remember. That's right. You're like a but no one will be able to like, find thing. it. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: So she arrives. She's late. She believes that it is Ira. It may be Ira's. He says, How could you be late? It was one time. It wasn't even in town. Like that matters, Ira. Come on. Oh yeah, he's a slime boss when he makes jokes like that (laughs) to me So Fran Fran makes sure with Ira that he hasn't told Paul or Jamie, he has not and they decide not to Yeah, commence the farce uh, Yes, basically, they leave and Jamie ends uh, with the tag We don't want to be late, everybody laughs hysterically Then we cut to an elementary school bathroom, and I'm pretty sure that's where we can put this in
3: Oh, I'm nauseous. From right. what, the entertainment? No, uh, I may be pregnant. <laughs>
4: what? How could you be pregnant? Shh. Ben. What, are you afraid a teacher's gonna walk in? oh. That's Ross Perot. It's bad enough this guy writes these songs. Why why sing him in front of people?
0: Oh, my goodness. These songs are sung by Steve Paymer. Did you know that, John? How did you find that out? It was in the end in the credits. Might yeah. They had, <laughs> they had a name for the character also. His the, the character's first name is Russell. I remember that.
2: <laughs> Wait, you guys know you guys know David Paymer,
0: the yes. actor? Yes. His brother, Steve Paymer, is a writer on the show.
2: Uh... And a co producer, right? Yes,
0: he's a producer as yeah, well.
2: yeah. and he looks like David. And mm-hmm. you might have seen him. Do you remember a show called Boston Common? With <laughs> Anthony Clark? I no. vaguely remember the only show I, really I think he really it. acted yeah, on. Yeah. He played a character. He was a gotcha, yeah. but that's
0: it. Other behind the scenes guy. That's fun. And in, yeah, totally. In this, he's singing oh where, oh, where Has my Reagan gone?
3: Oh, that's so good. This is the kind of joke that I love. Yeah, where it's like mm-hmm. you've created this whole thing, and you only ever hear tiny snippets right, of it. Right, right. It's just such a. It's just you know It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I also ever, yeah, every yeah, it never. When you only get the tiny taste, it never lets you down.
2: Yes, right. Yeah, I don't want to hear the whole song. No,
3: you never get to see the whole thing and be like, "Oh, that was well executed," that was, yeah, yeah. which is the best <laughs> it could ever be. Instead, <laughs> you just get the little like, "Oh, you just get a tiny joke here, a tiny joke right. there." Right, for sure. I love it. I couldn't yeah,
2: hear it. The Maybe full I'm thing's I'm never gonna going to live up to. Deaf it.
0: Too. Well, we're I'm pretty sure we are going to get to hear all of them in the episode. Oh, great! <laughs> so <laughs> I'll listen. <laughs> so you've got that to look forward to, Joan. <laughs> So we're in the girls' room in an elementary school full of little mirrors and little sinks, which I love. And they had fun I with love that. these details. Yeah, the set decoration. And Jamie and Fran are talking about the fact that she is late, that she may be pregnant. Then we cut to the men's room, and we hear through that door a song where the lyrics are R-O-S-P-E-R-O-T. That spells Ross Perot. So that's another <laughs> great song uh, they are killing it with the politi- with the biting satire <laughs> Paul and Ira. At the start of this, they are at urinals, and did you notice this? I noticed it only upon rewatching. They are on their knees at the urinals.
4: Ew! I did notice this, and I thought the weirdest thing about it was they. I, I think I'd kind of missed that they were in an elementary school at first, so we like uh, rewound, uh, and I was like, "Are uh, they like uh, kneeling oh, no. at the urinal? <laughs> <laughs> like trough toilet or something?" But then they like zip up and like stand up or whatever. But it's right. never like commented upon, right? Right. So, or and it doesn't, and there's never like a point where they like when they stand. Stand up and have that bit of business where they're like standing up from the urinals there's not like a laugh really i feel like i right. mean maybe there was but i don't remember yeah one. so i feel like maybe the m- maybe somebody involved i don't know if nbc was like well you filmed it this way but it's too like <laughs> prurient <pur-y and> feeling <laughs> that they're like leaning <laughs> out in the bathroom. so let's just not make it a thing like but it does feel weird like that they never it's there's such no reaction. a
3: choice to not cash in on yes
4: it right right yeah it makes it feel like that's a thing we all do. It's small. When the urinals are small, we kneel. Yeah. We all kneel. Right. It just makes it made me literally... <laughs> Which I did ones. have
3: to ask you. Yeah. Is that a thing? No. I'm it's told disgusting. No. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't Don't, seem don't like touch a, a bathroom
2: floor ever. <laughs> In a school? Right? Am I crazy? No, no, no not, you're not No. It's disgusting.
0: Oh, man. So Paul and Ira, they get done, and they say, you know, Ira Iris, Iris says it makes you think that I might have gotten a girl pregnant. And Paul says, see, I don't see how you got to that at all. And Ira, we learned to use protection, and at first he yeah, lies about— I thought about, he probably didn't, yeah. but he did. Good for him. No, he did. use protection. That line would not have been made had this episode come out three or four years prior, I think.
2: Ah, you might be right. Nineteen
0: ninety-four is the height of. Oh, Condom City. Yeah.
2: After Magic <laughs> Johnson, right?
0: Yeah. Which I'm trying to. I guess that was ninety two. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, if this episode had come out in 1991, it, it probably would have That's just been true. like, all
2: right! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it was bound to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like when Seinfeld talks about it, because this same thing happens on Seinfeld. Not the lies, but like, George thinks he got a girl pregnant. And yeah. they all talk about it in such a weird way, because like, Jerry says to Kra- Kramer, he's like, oh, I never got a girl pregnant. And Jerry's like, really? All these years? You never slipped one past the goalie? And I'm just like, what? does everyone just operate under the assumption in these days that eventually you're just going to get pregnant with someone you don't know? Yes. Like, that's how they were speaking. It was so weird to me. That explains it. Or is that, but
4: that also might be kind of like, a little bit of a Kramer thing. Like, Jerry's kind of making a dig at Kramer because sure. Kramer seems well, generally yeah.
2: irresponsible. And but shady. they all ask each other. Uh, and it's like a little conversation. Oh, hmm. oh interesting. Where they're like, oh, how about you, have you? And they're like, no. Have right. you-? like- Your detailed
4: memory of this is really letting me know that I'm wrong about the Chinese menu. You are.
2: <laughs> I wanted to be polite. I, I helped. I held, uh- You're a guest on our show. It yeah. so- <laughs> was a side of trivia game at some thing I was at and someone just started going and I stood there and got everyone right for like 60 in a row oh they didn't want it became a wonder mm. and then i got one wrong and i wanted to kill myself
0: <laughs> anyway oh my gosh yeah he lies to paul about having slept with the girl on a bus paul doesn't buy it and then ira fesses up and says or fesses up he makes another lie and says a waitress and paul basically leads him into saying that it's ursula yeah
2: and Ursula is, of course, the waitress at the restaurant they go to, played by uh, Lisa Kudrow And then Haley hit me to the expanded mythology. Of yes, Ursula. the Friends crossover.
3: I love it. Yes, yeah. I don't know why we can't have more stuff like that on TV right now. Do you
2: remember that episode of Friends where Jamie and Fran go to Central yes. Park, yeah, yeah, and see Ursula, mm-hmm. and it's Phoebe, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What"?
3: it's fun yeah it's
2: very fun it's just fun it's very fun yes i missed that too you can't get that not online Can you imagine if like netflix had a crossover <gasps> they should do that though but it would be like months apart like if on uh what's the wrestling <laughs> show if on glow like <laughs> like i don't know 11 john mulaney did <laughs> an hour of stand-up <laughs> they're all periods <laughs> too. but also yeah. the, the glow is in the 80s right yeah. yeah. A What's things. another '80s? Show? Oh yeah, like if the thing or I don't know. I didn't watch the show. Right. The freak from Stranger Things shows up in LA to wrestle
3: just I mean, for an episode. Or, I mean, or I, less. yeah, one scene. Oh, I'd love That'd it. That'd be fun It's for sure. But it also feels like it's a it's a different animal. It is. It's like the Thursday yeah. night comedy, they're all friends. Everyone would say was stupid. vibe. No. Yeah. It's all mm. you know. Yeah.
2: They all live in New York. And it's it's, all, yeah. yeah,
3: it's it's just so right there. It is.
2: Mine's forced. Okay. You know what Netflix? 86 86
0: (laughs) Delete delete your email to Mr. Netflix. (laughs) So yeah, Paul gets really into the story because he's learning details like it happened in the kitchen. And Paul wants to know, how is it in the kitchen there? Clean? Which is a fun way for this scene to end. Well,
3: as you noted last night, we were watching a lot of soft outs. On the yes. Yeah. They real used to go for outs.
2: forced hard outs when they didn't have a good hard mm. out. And now I feel like you're just like, you know what, it's over. Yeah, I kind of like that
4: yeah I feel like that was my I was aware of that Mad about you had like that reputation a little bit not so much for being soft but that maybe is how it's manifesting itself but being more like quote unquote like naturalistic or something yes which this yes. isn't very but there are more like yeah. there are fewer things that are like hard jokes like you might find on like Friends and Seinfeld and I, I think a sure. few more just kind of like I'm kind of being attitudinal at you right uh-huh. like actory funny as opposed
2: to like joke funny yeah, it's being sold in a yes, comedic way. For sure. Yeah, you two cracked it.
0: Nice.
2: And that's a lot of the reason people uh, now don't like the show that much. (laughs) But I
0: love it, because it's
2: about naturalism. Yeah, I
4: mean, it's like like when you watch, because I never really had seen Friends, and then we started watching it a few years ago. We haven't finished it, but I wouldn't mind. But, like, there would be, it holds up pretty well because, like, A, the actors are super funny, but then also like, they'll just, once they find their way, and you're like, oh, this is the premise of the episode, that's really fun. The ideas or the comedic things that Player still kind of like fun or somewhat. Fresh, seeming, or exciting. Whereas this, like this episode, I enjoyed it, but it's a pretty standard, like yeah. farce. It, this one is especially. Yes. Yeah, Oh, yes. I was going to wonder. I was, let I was, down was a little. wondering
3: about that, where it's like, it's, there's no, it's one story throughout. Like, what that I feel like had this been maybe one of a couple of stories in an episode that we're checking right. in with, like, Absolutely. Oh, wow. if we get yeah. a B story, if we yeah. get a C story, I felt that I think too. it yeah. maybe has more legs or more interest, whereas yeah. it felt so linear right. that it kind of felt flat.
2: And because we know all the beats now. Do they yes. always see the
3: nothing, And they're all in order. It just right. feels like. It's like, yeah,
2: right. Okay, mm-hmm. now you lie. Oh, now you tell each other the, another lie. Also
3: just seeing the parallel scenes, which I do love parallel. Like the like, what's that? Oh, we've just seen this whole kind of funny scene of like the girls camp. I they're talking about the boys that. camp. Then we're going to go over and see the boys happen. They're talking about the girls camp or whatever. both
2: sides are wrong. And they're both. Exactly.
3: I love that. I love that too. But when it's stacked back to back in this way that plays out over the course of the whole episode over and over and over again and becomes so formulaic, it's a bummer to me. I agree. It loses its magic.
0: Yeah. This. Yeah. This kind of thing would normally be like just a side game. That yeah. happens. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not the entirety of the plot. There
3: aren't turns in it to sustain being a central story, let alone the only story. Yeah,
0: I right. agree. I was a little we're, bored. That's frankly yeah, that's why I was so. That. I was a little bored. Were you a little bored? That's guys? why I was so. That's why it was so hard to summarize in TV Guide, you guys. Yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, there goes Haley and I's shot at being on Alex Undercover or whatever the show. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I think Daryl <laughs> just might shot. <laughs> just kidding. We love you guys. It was a very we funny love you.
3: episode. I you guys so cool. And
0: uh, <laughs> uh, so then we yes. do get back to Friends' lies.
1: I'm sure you're not. Promise me you don't. won't tell Paul. No, I won't. No. I mean, you really can't tell him. I won't tell him. Okay, let's go.
4: They call it NAFTA, NAFTA, South of the border. Hey, Paul, do me a favor. Don't tell your wife. I I would change
2: the names. Paul, all right, all right, come on. I won't say anything. South of the border, it's the Mexican
0: way. She says she slept with Sergio the doorman. You know me and men in uniform, she says.
2: You know what's nice on the show for the '90s? A lot of like interracial relationships. Yeah, not on the show, that's true. but discussed.
0: <laughs> <Not> <laughs> but just in general.
2: <laughs> no, no, I know. But that's progress,
4: right? To me. But it's like the waiting for Godot of interracial <laughs> relationships.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're theoretically in the air
2: they are but they are, they really are like in another episode where they make their like lists of uh the girls are talking about guys they like celebrities they'd wanna sleep with, very diverse lists mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the hypotheticals are there, right right, right so it's a it's
4: a show rife with hypothetical <laughs> yeah, it's on the verge <laughs> hypothetical interrelational relationships <laughs> like made up lies.
2: Yeah,
3: she basically
4: like kind of slanders the doorman a little bit.
3: Oh, yeah, like Jamie like mistreats him. He becomes a like cad.
2: I guess that's a cynical way of looking at it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But at least he's in the picture, you know, (laughs) guy. Also, so uh, this scene basically ends with them getting ready to go back to their seats. But before they do, we hear through the door they call it "nafta nafta" south of the border. So I couldn't tell what he was saying. That's so.
2: Funny.
4: It's, it was, it's funny. it was good. It was good. It was yeah. really funny. Yeah,
2: and especially now
4: that like I mean I guess NAFTA is kind of back in the news again. Oh, no, big time. But, like a spe- it's so- would have bad been deal. such it's a, a prime, wonderful like just yes. '90s sure. reference because that yeah, yeah, yeah. This is
2: NAFTA. But can imagine like a normal sitcom on NBC now or a year ago let's say that had a TARP right <laughs> wait TARP you mean TPP TPP a TPP reference right <laughs> sung from another room like at the end of a
0: scene I can't I can't not picture likely. it
4: can you? Oh, I, don't, me, uh, I don't know
2: I don't know It's too crazy to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Ira makes Paul promise not to tell Jamie mm-hmm and Fran has done the same with Jamie. Which you know and... you had a note about this kind of vow within a relationship.
3: Oh yeah. I, yeah. I don't go in for it. Yeah, same. I feel like I'm a, yeah. like
2: Immediately
4: tell. I'm
3: allowed to tell you just anything. Yeah. Assume that yeah. anything you tell exactly.
2: is going that's unless a universal it's some thing. sort
3: of like like I don't know. Like what? I, I don't know. Oh, I do know. Like something that is so sensitive so, to someone yes. that it would be inappropriate for me to I guess like that's exactly tra- what this is. We're describing exactly what No,
2: this is. I mean like a personal <laughs> trauma though.
3: Yes, a trauma. I yeah. guess that's the difference. I'm this thinking is a, a traumatic trauma. Though so I guess on this, oh, she might just be a flirty. I might go back on myself. Oh, I feel wow. like in general, my feeling is like, oh, you can't ask me to keep some secret from DC. Right. I won't tell anybody else, but I'll, we. I feel like within our right. relationship, we're allowed to gab. Mm. But I'm now thinking like, oh, if I had a friend who came to me and was like, I think I might be pregnant. From this like one night stand, I'm worried about it. Please don't tell anyone, including don't DC. Please don't tell DC. Yeah. I feel like I would respect that. I feel like you have to I guess to you're right.
2: That. I kind of get that too. And the
4: first crack appears in our relationship.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I guess ge- general, like, gossip, I want to bring it to right, you. Right, right, right. But if it is sensitive yeah. personal information sure. about someone else that they've specifically asked me to not share, right, right. I'll respect mm-hmm. that. I think
4: that's a responsible approach. <laughs> but also, if, it, but if it's a gossipier thing.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, well, you but know the, I'm you're bringing, the judge. Of I'm bringing the gossip, home that gossip. Right? Yeah, right,
2: right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say only if there's no, you're saying if there's no express request. To if keep there's no express request right. and exactly. it doesn't
3: seem like explicitly like traumatic or sensitive.
0: Yes. yes. I think we find our red All line. All bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the apartment where Jamie is talking on the phone to Fran about pregnancy tests and she says that she'll do it the first thing in the morning and Paul asks do what and she says make oatmeal cookies. It's hilarious. And then Ira calls yeah, I to like talk that, to man. Paul. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no. no good. Hey, can't wait. Still calls... love the show. <laughs> Ira calls to talk to Paul. It's good. So you're gonna you're seeing her tomorrow.
1: Seeing whom? What? Whom is he seeing? <laughs> <What's>
0: that, whom?
1: <laughs> yes, that's correct.
2: Yeah, but still, you don't, you don't say it in a regular sentence
0: like that. <laughs> I like this little bit of who versus whom. Oh, that
2: is a fun grammatical correction, I think. <laughs> who says whom? Whom says whom?
4: <laughs> I feel like I don't remember this joke.
3: I remember it.
4: Jamie just yeah. says, whom was it?
3: And then he quibbles with and the he's like, like who? Who says who says What are you doing with who? Oh, yeah.
4: see, that feels whom so marginal, see? though. That feels like, I don't think anyone would ever say whom was it. It feels too like begging, the th- like it's like be- I don't know, like begging Well, this or is
3: what, maybe why I don't like it, and this isn't fair. But I think <laughs> it rings to me as maybe someone who's been coaching improv too much.
1: As the sort of
3: thing that would like happen in a comedic scene that somebody would get distracted by, it's like a it's a distraction from like the central joke situation of what's going on. But it's funnier that in this, it's it's like controlled because it's scripted. So like, who gives a They're allowed to deviate and get back to what they're doing. Yeah, right. But that often I will be like, no, 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 don't get distracted over there. Focus on the thing you're doing. Yeah,
2: right. But there's a a little sailor when you coach improv. (laughs) 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 Yeah, all these obscenities start flying Oh, i it. It's so funny. You know what it is? I never noticed until we started having guests on. Right, right, and right. And then I'm like, oh, what's well, so funny. I never
3: even think about it. I never noticed until I'm, like, with my parents.
2: Say so, Yeah, same. But also what's funny is you didn't do it until you started, like, simulating an improv oh, session. It's <laughs> so funny. We're talking to, like, a group of improvisers. <laughs> sure. Sure. I agree, but I agree because it's scripted, you know.
3: Yeah. You can do what
2: you want. And honestly, this, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Russ. I feel like, for me at least, jokes like these are why I love this show. Mm, it's yes. never the big thing for me. It's always the little small thing.
4: It's but the I think texture the show of the
3: relationship. Yeah.
2: Yes. Mm. I love those moments,
4: for yeah. sure. I, I don't like this one because her initial sentence feels too unbelievable as something somebody would actually say.
2: Yeah. May I just, as character witness? Sure. To uh, Jamie Buckman, second season by now, every episode, which, as you'll see in this one, reads the paper in every episode. She's, like, super well it's like her character's angle she's super educated blah 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 Mm. so something like using correct whatever the word is (laughs) incorrect usage I guess correct usage of Who versus whom?
3: Yeah. Sure. Also, I guess she's using it because she's putting on a somewhat affected, like, she's telling a lie. So it's like calling out that it's coming off a little unnatural. Interesting.
4: Okay. All
3: right. I'll buy that
4: a little bit. See, now it drives the plot, too.
0: There we go. The show's about the onion. (laughs) 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 So Paul tells a lie and says that Ira is seeing his bookie in the morning. Paul talks to Ira on the phone, says to him, yeah, you'll deal with a friend in the morning. That's the right thing to do. And Jamie says, what's the right thing to do? Paul says, bet against the Patriots. Yeah, right. (laughs) Jamie says, what's the the spread? Paul says, a lot. Jamie says, maybe you should take the points. Paul says, he can't. Sadly, they've all been taken. Guys, these are great gambling jokes. I don't know why you're not rolling yeah, on the floor. I, don't know. I was a little boring. In hysterics right now. Yeah. They're not the best. But it's what ha- it's what we've got to work with. I
2: would have been thrilled so. that night, I think.
0: You mean like
4: that?
2: <laughs> yeah, like <tuned> in. <laughs> I don't I don't
3: mind the I don't mind the bit that it's like, oh, he tells an offhanded lie and she turns out to actually know about the thing when he does. Sure. Yeah, he's like in that's over true. his head that's and she's fun. more well versed. Sure, I'll take sure. that. My problem with the gambling lie (laughs) is that it feels too easy, like it, not its application in this scene, but its application in future scenes where it just feeds everything so perfectly. Yeah, it doesn't get worse. It's too clean. It's like, it's a lie that here seems like, okay, that later pays off too cleanly. You're right. It feels reverse engineered in a way that I don't like.
2: You're right. Very smart. Yeah. Way to boil it down. (laughs) <laughs> That's very
3: good. I mean, like, do the work of telling a weirder lie, and yeah. then watching the sweat of trying right. to churn it all into together. Yeah. Later, sure. Instead of the, sure, sure. the...
0: blanket. Yeah. 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 It's
2: like, oh well, didn't that all work out?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to Riffs. Jamie is reading the paper. She says, "We could see that thing we didn't see." Paul says, "Why don't we wait? Then we could not rent it." Which I'm like, yeah. I, I get that. I get that exchange an awful lot. Sure. Wait, I pulled up the...
2: Uh, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm pulling something up. What's up?
0: Go ahead. I'm pulling something up. <laughs> okay. So then Ursula swings by. She says to the seated Buckmans, why don't you have a seat? I'll be right with you. That's funny because they're already sitting. And... Yeah, uh, yeah. So
2: she's... Well, you know what <laughs> she
3: is.
0: She's dingy. Is she doing yeah, doing? I mean,
3: is, uh, yeah, yeah. Lisa Kudrow... Uh, for days. Wonderful. Yeah, genius. Oh.
0: Forever. For days. So great. Paul says to Jamie, then now Paul starts talking to Jamie about her weight and says, Does she look a little heavy to you? I'm like, Hey, Paul, don't do this.
2: Well, yeah, but you know what he's doing.
0: I know what he's doing. But yeah, I didn't like
2: it. It made me feel weird.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess it was like once you knew what the larger
4: game of the scene was, it felt Mm -hmm. like retroactively, like, oh, okay, where it's like he's sort of (laughs) treating her. Like, oh, yeah. I think she might be pregnant, so right. therefore, like, I'm doing, I guess, like, the thing of, like, oh, I'm trying to help the pregnant woman because he, like, helps right. her with the tray or whatever. Sure. Or, but that one still felt, like, marginal where, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had, oh, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, it
3: was just because it also just felt like he didn't need it. Like, he can do the other stuff without yeah. that right. one. Also, the right. logic of that one doesn't hold water because you wouldn't be putting on weight better, you know?
2: Very true. Yeah, I agree. I, that was
0: actually my first thought. Yeah, and I I don't think that he thinks it.
3: No.
2: Oh, definitely not.
0: Yeah. So it's just like you could yeah do all the rest of the stuff that you do. Just don't say that. I had a question for
4: the Mad About You scholars, which is you guys, but then also you know the the Mad About the Mad
3: Mad Nation, the, the Mad Nation, yeah. Mad
0: Nation, the Rise guys and Rise gals out there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the Rieslings.
0: Uh, oh, Ooh, fun. a nice glass. Ooh, Ryselings. a nice glass of I like
3: that.
4: Too uh, sweet. Oh, okay, he, what? It's That's perfect. a really good merchandising idea for him. That is very good. And Riesling is supposed to be the best deal in wine, and I feel like Paul Reiser is, like, the best deal you he's can get as an actor. He's... You know what I mean? Like, he's not, he's, right. he's, he's never going to be the top paid guy, but, he's great. but he brings it. Yeah, He always brings mm-hmm. it. I was like, oh, there's this restaurant's called Riff's. I was wondering if, because there was a, we really like Top Chef, and there's a guy who's always on Top Chef, this chef, Jonathan Waxman, whose big restaurant was this restaurant in the 80s called Jams. It was a very famous New York, like, hip hotspot, whatever. And it was, I think it was called that because he was really into music. He was, like, originally, like, a saxophone player or some other, like, rock and roll band guy and then became a chef. So, he had a restaurant called Jams. And I was, like, maybe, because this feels like the type of show where it's, like, somebody was in New York in the 80s being, like, a playwright or whatever. And then they moved out to L.A. and they created Mad About You. I kind of wondered, like, is that based on it? I couldn't find it anywhere that it was, like, one was a reference to the other. But if anybody knows, I would love to know. I, yeah. Uh, Google Bit
2: That time. That
4: is the most. <laughs> above and beyond. Thing
2: and then I learned that cons- heard.
4: we've <laughs>
3: redeemed ourselves for not having seen or known something else earlier. Oh, exactly.
2: There <laughs> were yeah. no right. against right. no, you. you just got the keys to the kingdom.
0: <laughs> you know, who's probably eaten there it's Victor Borga.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Borga watch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we learned that Jamie is planning on inviting Fran to the movie. Because she's yeah. had a hard week.
2: He's looking at movie listings,
0: yeah. which I pulled up. <laughs> I thought you were doing that. Well, as soon I as I said movies and you started looking at a thing, I'm like, he's looking up the movies from that time. You can oh my God. Google
2: <laughs> scan digitized New York Magazine issues from the '80s through like the early 2000s.
0: Yeah, I don't know if people know how much stuff you
4: can
2: look up. It's on insane. Google <laughs> it's quite, it's quite a bit. But the movies that were out are crazy. I, last time I said this, you made fun of me because I was reading weird movies that mm. I thought were amazing. But I mean, like Adams Family Values. <laughs> Ah! A normal movie that came out. Beethoven's Second. Okay, the right. sequel to Beethoven. <laughs> John, come sequels, on, man. <laughs> the era of there. Okay, fine. Oh, everyone, go oh, to hell. <laughs> oh, Gettysburg. Okay, if you want a three hour snooze. Wow, I didn't know that came out in theaters. Rumpy Old Men. These were all, most of these are like carryovers from 93, apparently, that are still running because it's January. House Party 2. It is, it would be like. No, pres- 3. Oh,
4: wow. It would be either like prestige movie season, but also. Like dumping stuff right. in the box yeah. Oh,
2: Pelican Brief and Philadelphia.
4: Oh, they
3: were out at Calibri. the same time. Pelican Brief. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it good?
2: I love um, the Pelican Brief. Yes.
3: I had a neighbor growing up who was my like babysitter. Uh-huh. And her older sister was an actress in New York who went to Juilliard and has a small scene in the pelican <sighs> brief what that was her like big movie moment and she's now like a successful theater actress and has been since but like that was her movie moment so that was really on my That's register fun. Or, probably not at this I'll, time but did you all go no we we're too little Oh, it's right at i'll our tell we, you we watched it later.
0: Yeah. yeah i'll tell you what my uh, my college advisor was also in the Pelican Breeze. What? Oh, right. Wow. So oh, they oh, shot yeah. it in uh, DC, I Hanging
2: guess.
3: Paying it back huh? to the community.
0: Yeah. How about that? Well, I don't know anyone in that movie. <laughs> I mean, you know <laughs> you loser. Julia Roberts. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> <I liked it. laughs> oh, gosh. So she's had a hard week. So Paul says, we'll make it a Fran thing. Jamie says, what's a Fran thing? Paul says, it's like a Lisa thing, only with Fran. Lisa's a sister Oh, okay. Mm.
3: So this is like an obligatory thing?
0: Yeah, just like, oh, it's one of your people. Mm. Who's yeah.
2: joining uh, us, you know what I mean? I see, I see. You mm. know how that dynamic shifts? Right, right, right. Mm. Right. They're in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Suddenly he's out of the spotlight and the other two are in the spotlight.
4: I just thought it was a weird moment of like, oh, I feel like this would never happen. Now you would just text her and be like, do you want to go? Yeah. I mean, I know that's kind of trite sure. to be like, oh, if they had cell phones, they would do it differently. But the idea that they're going to stop by... And that whole scene never would happen if they just stopped by.
3: Yeah, the idea of stopping by oh, or you're someone right. stopping by our house for no reason just stresses me crazy. out. Would be crazy. Yeah, I know. Oh it yeah, seems that's wildly very... inappropriate. Yeah,
0: yeah. It like very, if that yeah. happened yeah. now, people,
4: you would if, if any of your friends did that, you would immediately be, be like, like, "They're the cable wrong? guy, oh, I never like saw the movie. That. I don't know. I know he's, he's bad. a stalker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. you would be like... what
3: do you or like, what's the emergency? Is someone trying to kill you? Yeah, like what is." what is really wrong or if nothing is wrong, it's just like just stopping by to see if you want to get a movie or whatever would be like, what do you want from me? Yeah, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we've changed. (laughs) (laughs) So Paul starts getting really invasive with questioning Ursula, saying things like, how you doing, Ursula? You know, you can talk to us about anything. I like to think of us as more than just customers. And Ursula is like, okay, do you want to order? This is creepy. This is creepy on Paul.
2: Yeah, he's trying to be sweet. What's fun he's, is he's they trying make to her be sweet, idiot, but it's yeah, but they love making him look like a bigger idiot, right? Yeah. They do right. that a lot, I guess, obviously, because <laughs> he's a yeah, the lead in the comedy. Okay,
0: <laughs> so yeah, so Jamie looks at Paul, waiting for the reason that he's being weird because he's being weird, and so she's wondering what's going on. Paul says about Ursula, she has to have thumb surgery. The lies are starting to spin. Just, yeah, she has to have thumb surgery. That's why the mittens... Oh, that's right. He, what was the mittens? Oh, she said earlier that... What did she say about she mittens earlier? She lost one of her mittens. She lost a mitten. Right. Yeah. I
3: like that yeah. as a joke for her. I don't like it as his like thumb surgery yeah. tag on it. Right.
0: So, yeah. So, he's saying she has to have thumb surgery. That's why the mittens are so important. But keep it a secret, her boss doesn't know yet. This is where this already tired secret thing starts to become even more belabored and I get even more sick of it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well also because they don't like, I don't know, these when when we're introducing more lies like this thumb surgery lie or whatever, I feel like at this point, in a better version of this, we want to see the lies build and come together in some way instead of just being like, oh, and here's a lie for this scene and then it goes away and we never deal with it.
4: Yeah, sure. Like I feel like in a perfect world, you wouldn't just have like, oh, we have the little Ursula interaction or we have the little Sergio interaction. Like you would want Sergio and Ursula to somehow get dragged along yeah, we're to the apartment. Yeah, you we know, like, yes. yes. And Sergio just We want to see the
3: fallout of this
2: Right. Part. There's no fallout. Right, right. Oh, it's all set up in many
3: ways.
4: Yes, yeah. right.
2: Yeah, true.
4: We yeah. never
3: see any consequence.
2: We want to
4: see them hanged in the town
3: square. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Justice for their crimes.
3: No, but we want to see them put in a real spot. Yeah, you know? I agree. That's more tap point dancing. of the form.
2: Right. More tap telling Telling all these
3: lies at a point they're crushing. Because you Because they just quietly put the pieces together yeah. and it's You're right. over. And the other people don't even know? Yeah, nobody ever knows, or like nothing ever happens.
2: Especially because the theme is lying is okay, it should maybe be done. (laughs) You have like
4: (laughs) the tool that they sort of use a little bit, but not really. You could really use it to like heighten a lot of like the mutually assured destruction of like, I can only call (laughs) you out so much because i'm also right. lying right so like right, you might right, push right, back right. on my so yeah. i'm trying to oh oh actually wait no i can you know what And then I mean? you like, both agree to drop push it and bowl, yeah. Yeah. yeah right yeah i mean we're monday morning quarterbacking here but that's well, of course cool. absolutely sure. right
2: that's what that's what the, <laughs> well, just trying to get that role in that <laughs> disney channel show. Mike. yeah <laughs> you don't even remember the name of the show now <laughs>
0: We're reviewing a show that would happen 25 years ago. Monday morning quarterbacking is kind of our thing. <laughs> They're
2: not reviews. They're not reviews. No.
0: <laughs> so we cut to Fran's apartment, and it is freshly painted. It's on West 83rd Street, and Ira has come over because Fran is going to take the pregnancy test. Door goes off, and Ira says, I'll get it. Hope it's not Mark. Mark being her ex-husband. Richard Kind. Richard Kind. Mm, oh. Would have loved to have some Richard Kind in this
2: episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Always all would have. Forever. He left the show. I forgot he left <laughs> the show so quickly. When I, not that I, I like the sh- the meta, you. Don't get me wrong. But one of my big hooks was Richard Kind.
4: <laughs> yeah. So what you should really be doing is the Kind Cast, oh, sponsored by Crane Bars.
2: Oh, look, tie what him. You, what you
4: revealed is <laughs> you don't really you. <laughs> You really don't want to be doing this show no. as much as you want to be talking about Richard Kind all the time, which, knowing you, is fair. Well,
2: no, but I want to talk about
4: Paul and Richard. Ah, uh, um, and them together. Yeah, and uh. this
2: show and Red Oaks are the only places I could do that. So. Right. So we should look forward <laughs> to the Oak cast. But the they, Oaks don't, cast? they don't Absolutely. have scenes together that much, so, you know. <laughs> yeah.
4: Until you get, until you boot up Final Cut and you start making your own.
2: Yeah, maybe I'll do that planet. instead of uh, a job. <laughs>
0: So, Paul and Jamie are at the door, and Ira lies and tells them that Fran invited him over to paint the apartment because he needed to come up with something.
2: Uh, you know, hearing this episode described it makes it sound more boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just it's kind well, of it's kind also, of a, boring I feel episode, like a lot of the like, lies
3: and things that could have been yeah. opportunities for it. Maybe if not actual jokes, at least more interesting, uh, yeah, more dramatic
2: tension and like or
3: things like or that. that. Or it's yeah. just like a lot of first thought yeah. specifics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of placeholdery feeling right. choices. Yeah, it's a
2: little boring. Right. OK, so what happens next?
0: Well, Fran hasn't taken the test yet. And so she and Ira chat in the other room. And Fran really doesn't want to have her apartment repainted. And so then Jamie comes in, chats with Fran a little bit, and she is trying... Because that's not an
2: end-of-the-world thing. Who cares? Like, yeah, it's a pain to paint an apartment, but it should be worse than that. I mean, I, in and of
4: itself, I don't hate the idea that they end up repainting for no reason sure and that everyone's trying to keep each other I mean, happy. that is the
3: one consequence of all of this behavior that we ever see exactly but i almost wish it were like a bottle you episode I mean? that
4: was all that or something you know what i mean like if you're mm-hmm. going to do that you know what i mean like yeah I, I, and then there's a, more comings yeah. and goings and 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 whatever but like they never even really you sort of see the tail end of them painting like it's not right. progressing. there's like, no
2: strife or yeah it's not a pain no they're fine right Right. It's like, oh, yeah, we had to paint the place.
4: Yeah, which is, like, in and of itself, them getting into that, I don't mind, because of the little chain of events that leads to them getting sure. into, like, they're unnecessarily painting it when she just had it painted. Right. And no one's being made happy by it. Everyone feels like they're doing it True. for each other. True. So right. I don't hate that in and of itself. That was one of my favorite things. It just
0: felt like oh, it didn't wow. quite
4: go to where it could have gone.
0: Yeah. Paul and Ira do have a little bit of a back and forth about painting the apartment. <laughs>
1: when do you paint
4: the puppets?
1: Since when, don't I? My whole life you never painted an apartment. Uh, I've never been
4: asked. Like, Paulie,
1: Come here. Come here.
4: I mentioned to Fran that I may need to pick up a few extra bucks. That's
2: all. For what? I may have responsibilities now. Paulie. a kid on the way. Maybe twins. (laughs) Ursula is having twins? You never know. It runs in her family. Her uncle did. You know, I'll tell you the truth. She was, like, a little out of it today.
4: But more than usual. Wait a minute, you saw her? Yeah, we were in a restaurant today. Party, did you say anything? What am I, stupid?
0: And this is where Ira says, I may need to pick up a few bucks because I may have a few mouths to feed. <sighs> may- Don't you sigh, because this is a... I'm about to blow your mind, John. Oh, really? Yeah, because what does he say? I'm going to have a few mouths to feed. Maybe twins. She says, well, it could be twins. She could be having twins. Well... Her uncle had twins. She's a twin. She's a twin, John.
3: She's a twin. With Ursula's a twin with Phoebe.
0: We don't know that. They don't know that.
2: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. they
0: have no idea that she's a twin yet
2: wow that's one of those oh that's like wow <laughs> my favorite thing of doing a show like this is when you get your mind blown by something that is actually nothing in a way right okay. <laughs> but it's still fit. It's, it's that part of your brain it's just a happy brain. accident yeah. yeah yeah it's totally meaningless right and it is just like like it's an it's... arbitrary connection right yes Yeah yes it's fun though yeah oh, no, definitely <laughs> and it, but
4: it's also like we TV is looked at now in such a sort of like and then these people go into this room yeah and come right. out with a whole yeah. world and they think of the yeah. whole world yeah and it's like still to some degree I mean it's like a job where they're accidentally like pooping out a world behind them every week but Right, it's right, mostly right. just a job so it's just kind of like wait what oh wait oh now she's on Friends oh so we should make it oh okay, right. I guess so, yes. you know what I mean like yes and yeah. so you're not like fully keeping track of all of that because who could because yeah. you're just like doing it every and single week and that's how it's weekend, watched that's out. what I
2: mean like if this was on right I'd enjoy it, yeah. but, it
4: but it gets consumed <laughs> in a different way all these years later when you're watching yeah. it like back to back to back to back that's yeah we're taking weekend. American cheese and I feel like it's brie. American cheese is... (laughs) I have gained a new appreciation for American cheese. I love American cheese. It melts better on a burger. Oh, yeah. It was cheddar for a while. No, No, no. cheddar sucks on a burger.
2: (laughs) Okay, what's next?
0: Well, Jamie and Paul have the same conversation about since when does Ira paint apartments that uh, Paul just had with Ira. Since when doesn't he? That's a funny little little twist. Sure. (laughs) So Paul starts to lie to Jamie about why they're painting and Paul says... That Ira needs the money to pay off gambling debts. And Jamie says he bet on the Patriots. Which is a fun callback to that mm. dumb joke You think from someone
2: hates the Patriots? They're all New Yorkers, I guess. <laughs>
0: mm. They're Jets fans on the show, actually. Oh. Sure. They are, yes. And Paul says, you know, you don't pay these guys. You spend your whole life looking over your shoulders. So, you know, uh, so he says, so I know, but you don't know. That's what he says about the situation to Jamie. Again, more secrets. And so then... Fran is being very moody. Listen,
1: if Fran wants to have her apartment painted, let her have her apartment painted, okay? I just don't get it. What is with
2: her? She's so moody. No, she's not.
1: She's not moody. Then what is it? Come here. Come here.
2: She has to fix the place up. For what?
1: Because she's going to sell it.
2: Yeah, Wait a second. She rents this place.
1: Right. She's going to buy it.
2: You just said she's going to sell it.
1: She's going to buy it so she can sell it. <laughs> Why for profit? She's strapped for cash. Fran, yeah, she's not working. She's raising a kid. She hasn't seen Mark since they filed for divorce, wow. Poor Franny. Yes, okay, you don't say anything. Okay, I'm not. Hey, and you don't say anything. To
0: she's selling the place. But and Paul says she rents this place. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I like that this was a back and forth in exchange for eight or ten lines. And they didn't use the phrase flipping houses because it hadn't been really coined yet, or at least not popularized. But that's what she's doing. She's They're, they're describing oh, flipping her apartment. Kinda.
2: I mean, they're not really flipping it. You mean because they're painting it? because well, you
0: would
3: That's buy a place. That's what he described. Yeah. It's yeah. like buying and then selling a place quickly to make a profit.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah, but yeah, I hadn't heard that phrase until the, shows the show started. Yeah. And yeah, move that truck. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right? exactly. What? No? So, Does
2: it ring a bell? Move that truck?
0: No. It doesn't matter. Some show Extreme that was
4: on <laughs> HGTV. Extreme <it. laughs>
0: Extreme makeover home
4: that's edition. it. Oh, you know, that would really put people into debt because you would get taxed on... What? It like a, basically like you would get taxed on the value oh, of what... Because it was a gift. horrible. And so... Oh, sure. So people would already be kind of, if they were going to have an interesting <laughs> yeah. story, be in somewhat dire economic right. rates. But it's like, then they have this beautiful home now, whatever, and it was sort of a like recession fantasy thing. Yeah. But then at the end of the year, yeah. The tax man cometh. And so then it would you you could I, there's articles about like pimp my right, I guess same thing, but to a lesser degree. Yeah.
2: This is something my father ingrained in me when I was young. Game shows. Game, we no none of us want a game show. He was like game show prizes. Our tax. Our tax. And right. a lot of yep. these people end up spending money like on the new car mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And yep. I've always been scared to win a game show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's intense. And I never have. Yeah.
2: People but didn't as we get were, like $20,000. Sure. $20, right.
3: like, right. You got like $9,000. Yeah, it's like, yes. oh, yeah. you
2: just got a brand new Pontiac for eight grand instead right. of twenty five. Like, This okay. is the only
4: thing that's been keeping you from having a history-making run on who wants to be a Seinfeld millionaire. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I would well, destroy.
0: <laughs> well, John, you've lost 11 game shows, thank God. I don't know what that means. It means that you said that you couldn't win. <laughs> and you didn't want to win. And so I said what that 11? you've lost a lot. 11 is a funny number, oh, John. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know if 11 is a funny number. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Jury's in. It is not. Yeah. 11 is not a funny I number. I feel like the Sunshine Boys
2: would have something to say about that. <laughs> I'm sure they would. <laughs> Numbers with a six are funny. Actually, that's true. <laughs> Number Six is funny? Yeah, six is Interesting.
0: funny. Interesting. K's are funny. That's I know that. K, well, yeah, K's are K's funny. Everyone are funny. knows K's are funny, yeah. Oh, God, everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows K's are funny, except for this guy right here, I guess. Anyway, so. So what next? They go to the paint shop? Oh, no, sorry. So, uh, no, yeah, they, they they do. They go to the paint shop because Paul and Jamie are going to buy paint. Yeah, they're treating Fran to Fran. paint. They're going to treat her to that's it. Fun. So they get to the paint <laughs> store. You're going to go to the paint store. Ira says, you know what, Paulie? This is my job. You and Jamie can hit the movies. But Paul insists, no, we're going to stick around. We're going to do this. In fact, Paul gives Ira a wad of cash, to which Ira says, well, if, you may, it'll, if it'll make you feel better, what the hell? I'll take it. Excuse me. Ira is very excited. He says, now we don't have to paint. She was only letting me paint. As a favor to me, basically. So he's, yeah, they're trying to not have to paint this apartment because Fran doesn't want it painted. But Paul says, trust me, she needs it painted. And then he reveals to her, the lie that he's been told that she needs to sell the place because Mark took her for everything.
2: And this is where I thought I was like, oh, now it's really gonna. Sure. It's now, uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. also because we're living in a world where it's like, I don't know. Presumably, abortion's not on the table, so no, they're it's hearing not. these like lies about each other, getting back to each other, both uh-huh. making them seem like wildly unfit to be like entering into like having a baby with them. You know, it's like they're both hearing that they're super unstable and like it, having. Financial problems, or problems with the mob, or oh, problems with the nightmare ex-husband, right. or whatever. Where it's like this is making this person right. even more a nightmare for yes. a baby. To oh, get that's together, that's
2: true. You're right. That is what's going on, <laughs> or but it should be going on. It should be. It should be surfacing. Right. It's only being told. Yeah, or it's implicit.
3: It's never being like yes. absorbed or acted right. upon. Or
2: how's he going to support? Yeah, what, who support?
3: Yeah, it only gets more. You, yeah. you know, if he ever like has kids, the leap of like. Like, oh, maybe she's thinking that right now.
2: Yes, right. Oh, that's very good though. I wasn't thinking that far.
3: <laughs> it's a thinking of show.
1: show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good Jerry None of the show. <laughs> it's not really Jerry, it's the
0: commonly agreed upon impression of
3: Jerry Mm -hmm. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, the
0: Jerry Cadence. As
3: entered into our cultural
0: (laughs) For sure. Jamie and Fran are back at the apartment. They are covering couches to paint. Jamie says, I'm going to need a ladder. Fran says, I'll call downstairs. Jamie says, you mean him, Sergio? I gather he's taking no responsibility for this. And Fran says, None. And that's funny because he's not really involved. <laughs> so, so then. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. Thank yes. you. Thank you. I appreciate your support, John. <laughs> so, so Fran says, I don't want to paint my apartment. Why do that to Ira? Why waste his time? Jamie says, he really wants to do this. Fran says, why? Jamie says, don't tell Paul I told you. Lot of looking over shoulders yeah. throughout this entire episode. Yeah, do
2: they come in People quietly? Who- Can't stand Mm. in this
0: room. Yep. Yeah. Don't tell Paul I told you, but he's in a little trouble with the mob. He owes bookies and loan sharks. He's like a walking target. And then, yes, as you had said earlier, a very soft out, because I'm pretty sure that's the last line of this scene. He's like a walking target. And next. like. (laughs) And then we get to painting the apartment. Yeah, the last scene of the show. Last scene of the show. Where it all Uh, comes together
2: and goes crazy. Act three of (laughs) noises (laughs) off.
0: Yeah, Jamie says, I think I spilled some paint on one of your shirts. Fran says, don't worry about it. It's Mark's and rolls paint on her back. That's fun. For sure. Ira talks to Paul about Fran selling the place. And Paul quiets her because you don't know that. And then Fran, are there, things are coming together. Like we said, people are very cleanly. They're spinning too many plates, and they're starting to talk a little bit. But they like, loudly you know what it things. is?
2: They're like well, laminate plates,
0: right? You know, nothing, yes. If
2: they fall, nothing's gonna Not break. Grandma's yeah. good china. Yeah. yeah, they should be spinning grandma's good china. I think we've, <laughs> yes,
4: we've put together the beginnings of a screenwriting seminar that we
0: can
2: charge.
0: <laughs> <all the time. laughs> So, uh, yeah, Fran looks out the window. I like this part. Fran looks out the window at a man in a coat, and Jamie says, come away from the window. Oh, I love that. She's now, yeah, worried about being shot at through a window. I
2: love mob mix-ups in
0: sitcoms. It was fun. Blanket rule? Yeah. Fran goes to take the pregnancy test in the other room. And Paul comes over to Ira and says, hey. And Ira shushes him to be quiet. Paul says, what? And Ira is just at his wit's end. He says, man, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: <that's fun.
0: laughs> and then we yeah. we sprint to the close because Sergio the doorman brings a ladder.
1: Hi, is that uh, Mr. Devin Owen?
0: That's okay. I'll take it. Hey, thanks. Hey,
1: listen, if you need something else. I think you've done quite enough. <laughs> you're blocking the view.
0: So he gets the business from Jamie, who then yells to get away from the window because you're blocking the view.
2: Yeah, she's the window guard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we've established a maybe hitman. Right. That's crazy. That's the... Yeah, it would be like, we're going to do a whole big lie and that'll introduce one maybe element that we got. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. it's like uh, cooking to me. How so? You go through all this work and then you end up with like a little piece of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> with hing.
0: With chicken hang. <laughs> Yeah. Chicken. <laughs> chicken. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So Paul and Jamie and Ira and Fran, they all deny having said anything to anyone else, but everyone's acting very strangely. For instance, they both offer each other money.
1: Man, they are acting really strange. no, did you say anything?
2: No, did you? No. Good, good. Now listen, Freddie, I don't want you to worry, okay? We, we're gonna handle this. You got enough on your mind.
1: So do you. No, 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 me, I'm fine. Listen, let me write
2: you a check. What for? <laughs> it's a painting. Oh, don't be silly. I am enjoying myself. In fact, here, let me give you some cash. Oh, stop
0: <laughs> it. So, yeah, that happens. <laughs> I don't remember that. And yeah, they kind of just Paul and Jamie have a little aside about just you know, hey, did you say anything to them? No, I didn't say. No, anything I remember that part. I remember that Ar- part. Ira and Fran, where <laughs> oh he's, right, you know, right right
2: right right <laughs> Yeah, oh, Fran I'll offers work. Ira yeah, No, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like yeah. Fran says I can write you a check, and he says no, 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 no. In fact, here, and she yeah yeah. I don't remember now.
2: <laughs>
0: and so I liked this more
2: when I watched it. Me too. This episode is suffering from being looked at under a microscope. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are right. hurting this
0: episode.
2: <laughs> that feels weird. But well, we didn't take an
0: oath. <laughs> so Fran resolves at least she resolves the main problem with this episode.
1: What's wrong? Nothing. Cramps. I'm getting cramps. Yes. <laughs> I'm never that excited when you get cramps. Neither
0: am I. Oh, she's getting cramps. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. So yes, she she is no longer late. Now she's on time. <laughs> I'm not saying the word period because there are haze rules. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, that is weird. That is a weird thing you couldn't say. Mm-hmm.
4: Also so, there was Paul- a there was a sorry there just in terms of standards no, I please. feel like there was a moment it was probably in this scene where I think it was like Paul says like cuz she was like stooping Sergio uh-huh. or whatever Oh yeah 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 and that felt like it was ADR like I it feel like was. He, he was like it was like because she, she was no I think he said like
0: screwing
4: <laughs> oh he maybe did, yeah and I, I, was, I, like, read the, I was like I read what his... other
0: s word could it be you yeah know? but anyway you're about to
4: give some context no
0: so. I, no no I watched that back like three times uh, to see and yes he definitely said screwing and the eighty yard sh
4: I like that they then yeah. called up like Alan King from the Friars and were like, what word should we yeah,
1: place replace right. like, Stop! stop. <laughs> yeah.
2: Why a
0: <have> $5,000? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Fran, Paul and Jamie, rather, they both realize that Fran and Ira have been talking about each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. They do a big, slow look at each other. And, yeah. Jamie says, you knew. Paul says, I can't believe you lied to me. God. It was Fran? Ira? Oh, you knew? You knew? I know. I can't believe
2: you lied, you lied to me. I lied to you. Well, all right, so good. So we're even now. Oh my God. What?
1: I was so rude to Sergio.
2: Forget Sergio.
1: I gave Ira 200 bucks. What?
2: Apparently
0: for schtuping Fran. So, yeah, Jamie says, yeah, I was pretty sure this is all just included. But, yeah, this is where we get, I was so rude to Sergio. Forget Sergio. I gave Ira 200 bucks. Jamie says, for what? Paul says, apparently for schtuping Fran. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, playful how it comes together. (laughs) For sure. So then they keep painting. Oh, it's not over Oh, well, no, this is the end of it. Yeah, they keep painting the set and they kind of pull back, and we see that it is a set that has, oh, hasn't happened before. Wait, oh,
3: I was wondering, yeah, about that. that was so wait, what,
0: yeah. Yeah, and, like,
3: stuff, yeah,
0: yeah, they pull back and like you see stage lights and stuff or set lights. You're in the tag, wait, no, no it, but it's, it's the in the end tag the end the end end also, but before that, yeah, oh, really? That's what I oh, did. I yeah. didn't realize that's weird. I mean, oh, is that it was very weird ooh shtup. <laughs> 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 yeah they really stripped up that scene <laughs> why would they do so, that? I don't know maybe were they worried you'll that... have to ask you'll have to ask the cats man great Brechtian right.
4: yeah yeah also forget Sergio sounds like a band that would have been on a bill with Sixpence and the Richer. <laughs> <laughs> like a very folky kind of light yeah. alt rock 1997 sure. absolutely sure.
0: <laughs> yeah and so then we get the tag and uh, yes hey. this is very meta you guys
1: told me show this week. <laughs> we're not. We're just paying the set. What for?
4: Because we're selling it.
2: Why?
4: We need the money.
2: What for? Paul owes money to the
1: mob. <laughs> really? Yep. Hey, you want to help us? Mm, I'd like to, but I just had thumb surgery. <laughs>
2: So that actress is Lisa. Uh, gotcha. Is she
4: normally in the? She's oh, in gotcha, almost every gotcha. episode. Uh, yeah. I was uh, like, I'm assuming that's an actress who plays another character on the show. But yeah, yeah. Uh, But I was also like, yes. could it be like I don't know, one of the writers or like right, the right, unit right. production right, manager right <laughs> yeah. or something like? How
0: meta yeah, are it was we a line here? producer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're like, hey guys, I don't think we've hit these plot points enough. We should do it one more time at the end, right? Uh, the thumb surgery, yeah, yeah, yeah. They run re- like yeah, re- through the of whole them. episode,
2: yeah. Like in case you missed the first twenty-five minutes.
0: <laughs> and that's how the episode ends with Lisa having had thumb surgery. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Are the
4: tags? Yeah? Are the tags always like weird behind the scenes? The cast goofing around
0: things? No, not necessarily. They're not. not this always. is the first time I remember it being. Deliberately, where they refer to a set or, wow. or, uh, or yeah, or um, that's out true. Of, yeah, the, the first time that, it's, that, that it acknowledges that it's a show. They've had tags where, like, there's been a doo wop group in a subway, they spent the episode singing just regular songs, and then in the tag, they do the theme to right. Mad About You. And Paul says, oh, "Why do I know the song?" That's all he says about yeah. it, though. It's oh, always like in the that. world of the show. Yeah, right. Um, I like,
4: yeah, I like the the do up one more because it feels winkier. This one feels more just like almost like right. They, it feels like they need to let you know, like we know we're on a show. Yeah, we know it's yes. not real. Or we just do. all yeah. of
3: the quick succession callbacks, none of which are funny right. enough to warrant. It feels like a feels like a panicked third beat. Like yes, they're like, it does.
0: Yeah, they went
4: to mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they went to connection eye. yeah it feels like almost like they they had a tag but they were like but it has william shatner in it and then they were like crap his plane was delayed we can't keep the studio audience here any longer what do we got what do we got what do we got like on the floor and then this is what (laughs) they came up with bring the veggies over we get the
3: thumbs right yeah that is another (laughs) weird one the
2: food like what yeah why are they why are they eating vegetables all of a sudden like like a lot
4: to show I,
3: that they're like hanging off the clock? I guess,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: weird.
3: <laughs> Very weird. weird.
4: This is where we realize we're also in an episode of Mad About You.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I would also be. not would in. love that. <laughs> <laughs> if only. My goodness. Well, John, DC, Haley, thank you so much for doing this yeah, episode. Oh, thank <laughs> you guys. We've done it. Thank you for having us. I learned so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Including Very that we're still colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> please feel free to plug things if you would like to. Oh, yeah.
2: You guys got anything uh, exciting going on? No uh, pressure. I never do.
4: <laughs> no pressure. My Twitter is twitter.com slash DC Pearson. P-I-E-R-S-O-N. Great.
3: And I never really tweet, so I'll spare you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, that's how I feel. I don't tweet anymore either. I tweet on
2: this thing. You
3: know? I feel like yeah. I only ever like read Tweet promos for like shows that I'm in or things like that. Where it's like, oh, right. yeah, I should do that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I guess
0: that's true. I do that. Uh
3: yeah, that's <laughs> wonderful.
0: Yeah, we've got a Twitter. We are at Mad About You Pod. You can tweet at us there. You can please subscribe, like, rate, review us on Apple Podcasts, which is what it's called now. Yeah, tweet us and, your uh, scrambled
2: name number. Yes,
0: please do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try to make some connections, people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's form a family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Oh, the end of this podcast is that we all wind up in cults. Yeah. So please do, uh, yeah, rate, review. You can tweet at me. I'm at Russ Fader, F-E-D-E-R. I'm at Johnny Marbles with
2: no age, but again. I'll let you know when there's something interesting to go see.
0: <laughs> Unless you follow
4: him now and he can let you know on Twitter that there's something That's interesting true. to see on yeah. it. That's hey true. Hey, tweet coming in three days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I need deadlines.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. We have theme music. It sounds like this. And it is written by John D. Ivy. Thank you, John. Our logo is done by Nathan Diffie. Nathan D-I-F-F-E-E on Twitter. Thank you, Nathan.
2: Oh, and our sound is mixed by Vuk Jovanovic.
0: Rise, guys, rise, gals. Thank you so much. DC Haley, thank you again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Catch. Ooh, his mm-hmm. pause catchphrases. This is what I'm saying. Mm. So we all say, this is what we're saying. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Wonderful. I am Russ Fader. And I'm John Marbley.
1: And, and this is. A- That's what we're saying.